Welcome to the Nostalgia Test Podcast, the show where two longtime friends put their mainstream pop culture past to the ultimate test, the Nostalgia Test. I didn't realize how fucking long this movie is. That is something we need to talk about, because this movie... Yeah, let's- Let's, get in, yeah. let's let's introduce the episode. Yeah, because... welcome everybody to another episode of the Nostalgia Test podcast. I'm Dan Dissinger here in LA, and I'm here with my friend and co-host Manny Quello there in New York. Manny, how are you doing? <laughs> what up, brah? <laughs> what up? What's going on? Hot shot. <laughs> yeah, brah. Hey, brah. This perfect language for our episode today, which I mean, what's up, bra? What's up, bra? Did he say bra, bro, bra? He said they said bra, bro, and bra, bra. They bra. (laughs) It's a bra. Anyway, but yeah, I mean, they. It was. um, We have well, first, okay. Now this episode is another movie episode. Yes. Um, Another movie episode. An amazing movie. I mean, probably. I, I mean, I am just. I'm overjoyed. I'm overjoyed about this episode. Today we're going to talk about the amazing action film. Another Keanu Reeves, actually, another Keanu Reeves film. Uh, the 1991 American action crime film. Point Break, which was directed by Catherine Bigelow and written by W. Peter Liff. It stars Patrick Swayze, Keanu Reeves, Laurie Petty, and Gary Busey. Quite possibly one of the greatest casts of all time. And the film's title refers to the surfing term Point Break, where a wave breaks as it hits a point of land jutting out from the coastline. I mean, I just... Act. Star-studded. Star, star studded film. film, Dan. Uh-huh. They even had, I don't know if you noticed the cameo of the kid who plays John Connor. That was that who he was? TV. Because I was trying to figure out who that kid was. We were looking at him. Uh, I was looking at him. I was like, this kid is somebody. There was also another great cameo. Oh, uh, that was him. Anthony Kiedis from the Red Hot Chili Peppers, who oddly enough was playing a Nazi. That didn't make sense to me, but was yeah. he a Nazi? They said something about them being. That's Nazis, what he was, right? This is an unbelievable film. Point Break. I mean, budget twenty-four million dollars. Box office eighty-three point five million dollars. An unbelievable hit. I mean, I mean, we could go into facts about the film and stuff like that, but I feel like because this film is just so unbelievably amazing, we have to. Just- <laughs> <laughs> so you're not gonna give us your Dan facts? Maybe, I mean, maybe while we're going, right? I think. Well, maybe can while we we're also going. mention? Can we also mention the silent killer of the 1990s films, Lee Terrigson? Terrigson? Is that pronounce his name? Lee Terrigson. Yeah. Guy who plays Beecher in Oz. In this movie, he's in Wayne's World. He's Rosie. The guy who puts a knife to the pitcher of peaches <laughs> and threatens. Yeah, the guy. Yeah, he has a couple lines in this movie. 
He yeah. has a lot of lines in this movie. This guy got paid. This guy yeah. paid. This guy silently made his way through the 90s making paycheck after paycheck after paycheck yeah. and not getting the crazy, you know, superstar fans running around. You know, this guy could go to lunch and not <laughs> not not enjoy his lunch. He enjoyed his lunch, but yet he was making bank during the 90s. Okay. This guy could this uh, guy. go to lunch. <laughs> Oh my Dude, god! He's good. Oh my god! Uh, let me just say that, like, I fond memories of Point Break. I mean, I've seen this movie so many times. I've seen bits and pieces of this movie. Uh, whenever it is around and on, I need to watch it. I don't necessarily remember the first time I've seen it, but it's like it's almost like a movie that's always there, and that you always, for some reason, you feel like you. I feel like I always see, but I was never aware of how long this movie was for some reason. Dude, I did not know how long this movie was until we had to finally watch it, until we decided to put it to the test, because I thought, I was like, yeah, it's going to be like another 90-minute movie. Like, yeah. that's, you know, that's what we've been kind of used to this whole time. Yeah. Plus, that's like the attention span that anyone had or mm-hmm. has. And all of a sudden, I'm like looking at the time, because I put this on right before this, and I'm looking at the time, and it's like, Finishing time, 11.07 p.m. I'm like, what? 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 <laughs> what is going on in this movie? I thought, like, after the, the bank heist, like, we were ready to go. No, this is skydiving. Like, There's another it, it 45 minutes it just after kept, I know. It kept going. I'm like, we actually watched this guy have a whole surf lesson. Um, there's, like, two movies or maybe even three movies in this movie. There's about at three f- movies in this film. I almost thought at first, like when I remember thinking about this movie, mm. I thought it was like more comical, or maybe I thought it was comical because of the just the, I guess, I don't want to say because the acting, but yeah, because <laughs> the acting and just like the lines in it and how ridiculous it is. But I was like, man, this movie like takes a turn. Mm. It's serious. It's long. It's drama. Mm. There's some love story in it. There's yeah. a little bit of comedy, like yeah. Gary Brucey, uh Gary Brucey's, uh um, Brucey, I can't even say his words. I'm mumbling. It's midnight over here. It's past almost past midnight here. I'm tired. Oh, that New York time. That, that tree is far away. Um, but dude, that guy's shirt is the most comical. And every scene, he's got a new flowered shirt. Like he's like uh, he's in Hawaii or he's yeah. about to go to like Hawaiian party or something. The guys, yeah. the guy's wear is insane. First of all, Gary Busey's character's name is Angelo Pappas. Angelo Pappas. So is Love he supposed him. to be Greek? <laughs> I don't know what this guy is. I don't know what he's I mean, supposed to be. He, Angelo Pappas. Johnny Utah. Johnny Utah. Greatest action name. First of all, Johnny Utah sounds like <laughs> what the FBI gave him as a cover. <laughs> Seriously, like but he that's gave That's not him. the case. No. The guy's name is actually Johnny Utah. His name is Johnny Utah. And this genius uses his real name in an undercover assignment. Well, I'll tell you, that's not really his fault because as we see, somehow he runs into the one criminal (laughs) surfer guru who follows college football and knows Johnny Utah. But he does tell that girl his name's Johnny Utah. Oh, yeah, when he's drowning. 
Yeah. Oh, when she saves her life. Yes, yeah. Right. You talk to you like, who cares? Like, what? Who cares? I always, I was like, she just said the line I wanted to say. Yeah, but like, actually, everyone should care because he literally gave himself up. Like twenty minutes into the movie, he's just like, "When is Johnny Utah?" It's like, you idiot! Like, first you of all, supposed to do that? Don't talk about anything. Don't do anything. You use your real name. First That's of all, crazy. let's just say this guy was a. Not washed up, but an injured college football player who didn't yeah. make it into the pros ends up being a lawyer, goes to the FBI. The FBI should have done some background check on this guy and been like, he cannot go into over- undercover. Why? No. Because he's been seen by everybody, even surfing guru guru bank robbers. Okay? Because yeah, like, the who United the hell States. knows Johnny Utah? I can tell you. I don't know any college football stars. <laughs> no, okay. not at all. But this is like if Tom Brady was like uh, going undercover in the FBI. It's like this one is like, well, you're Tom Brady. It's like, oh, yeah. yeah. And then he says, yeah, I'm Johnny Utah. It's like He totally is like, yeah, that's me. What? <laughs> well, I mean, he at that point, he can't, he can't, he can't hide it, right? <laughs> like, he was playing football. He was uh, like, all right. All right, we All haven't right, even okay. we just uh, we went on our tangent again. Back to truck out. Rewind. Beep, beep. Read the fuck around because I want to open. I want to go open credits because you know okay. I like the title cards. Okay. I love title cards. Go. It, it it gets you right into the movie. Like, what is this thing gonna be? First of all, surfing first shot waves. This crazy title thing. Patrick Swayze, Keanu Reeves. Right in front of your face. This is what the movie is. Who cares what the movie is called? The first title card has both of their names on it. I'm sold. Okay. <laughs> I'm sold. Right there. It could just me. be called Keanu Reeves, Patrick Swayze. It yeah. didn't have to say anything else. Yeah, you're telling me I'm about to watch a movie with Keanu Reeves and Patrick Swayze in the same film and it's surfing? I'm done. You don't care what else it's is about good. to happen. Good to go. And yeah. Go. Let's go also talk about the cutscene. Mm. And it's Keanu Reeves sitting on a car, chewing gum, like took a stick of gum out, like double mint gum, okay? And it's <laughs> raining. It's pouring rain. And he goes, turns around. He looks at the camera, turns around, cocks the, the fucking shotgun. shotgun. <laughs> one, one hand. One hand. Oh my God. First of all, you fail your test right there, Johnny yeah. Utah. That's the two-handed job. That's like trying to catch a ball without using the, the, the alligator catch. Okay, you lose <laughs> right there. Okay, you're still in, you're still in training. First of all, why is he training in the rain on top of? Where's that car in the training facility? Bro, why I'm... is there a pit? Why is he there? Why does he have gum? Why does he need to chew gum first? I was. What so is that confused. scene that we were watching? It slow like, motion gum eating, John. Uh, Johnny. <laughs> slow motion, Johnny. It's a, a slow mo, Johnny. <laughs> he pulls the gum out in slow motion. I'm, slow I'm motion. bewildered by. First of all, I love the opening credit scene. It's beautiful. It is beautifully oh, shot. All the surfing scenes, every single surfing scene in this movie was just amazing. And I love that the movie title isn't trying to overtake anything. It's clear. It's just like point break. But just don't forget, 
awesome ocean shots right behind it. And then we're going to splice Keanu Reeves <laughs> blasting <laughs> these, car, these cardboard cutouts of criminals like he's in Disney World, but he is ravaging them. Now, I don't know what training is supposed to be like in the FBI or the police, but it seems like that their training is shoot everything in sight. He's yes. Just, how many bullets? He's just like, <laughs> it's like, bro. That that's so true because later on, like that's what you see. They just shoot without anything. There's dude, no, there's no like. Ahead. Oh, <laughs> he jumps dude. out of his car at the end and just opens fire in the middle of the public in the middle of an intersection. He's just like, boom, boom, boom. I'm like, they just shoot without even the cr- criminal shooting them. They just shoot like there's no oh. in this movie. FBI shoots first. Oh, totally. They shoot first. They don't. Not every time. No sirens. No sirens no. in the car. They just. They, it would just be like if I was a pedestrian on the street, like there's a bunch of maniacs driving and shooting. I'd have to call the cops. It's it, it's a terrible job. Oh, the FBI. It makes the FBI look really bad. Oh, totally. DEA was really pissed off at the FBI. First of all, he's the worst FBI agent on the planet, and we'll get into that. First of all. He's already horrible. So, I mean, apparently he, he like, finished top of class, mm-hmm. right? He has an appointment uh, at, at the office, but yet all of a sudden it's like, day one. I'm like, wait, there was an appointment. Like, he walks <laughs> into the office, the FBI office, and they go, he's like, I'm here for my appointment. Next cut is the director saying, like, Day one, you know nothing, you know nothing, blah, 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 nothing, nothing, nothing. I'm going to say things and blah, 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 nothing. The guy oh, from Scrubs. Oh, nothing. The guy from Scrubs. <laughs> he's, he's always playing the guy from Scrubs. I feel like after that, he's like, well, I'm quitting the FBI. I'm going to become a doctor. <laughs> it's just yeah. what on to that set. Is it me or is just in the 90s so far, everybody just plays a version of themselves? They're basically themselves, but yeah. they're supposed to be something else. But they're Absolutely. just themselves. And everybody loves it. Like, everybody accepts so, that. There's not only there's certain actors that actually have a, a crazy amount of rage, but everyone else is kind of like, oh yeah, it's cool. It's Keanu Reeves as a surfer action dude. Yeah. It's Keanu Reeves as a stoner high school dude. It's Keanu Reeves <laughs> as some sort of <laughs> computer program. Yeah. You know, program guy. <laughs> I don't know. Cool. But you know like, what? I love it. I don't care. Oh, I love it. I I'm think down Keanu with it. Reeves is. I don't care what anyone says. I think Keanu Reeves is one of the more underrated actors of our time. I don't care. I think he got better, Dan. I think he got better. He got better, but you definitely got better. They were going to try to get Charlie Sheen in that part. They also. You know, I was going to ask you that. This is why I wanted to know the facts because I was like, who who else was up for this movie? Oh, dude. One person that I know definitely, and I'm going to tell you, and then I'm going to. I'm going to get the other one so that you can just think about this. The other person that was up for this part that they wanted was Matthew Broderick. <laughs> can you imagine that shit? Ferris? Yeah, Ferris Bueller. Ferris. Matthew Broderick. I cannot imagine Matthew Broderick no. being th- this character. That that would be terrible. That would be probably one of the worst things no. I've ever seen. Can't be in action. That would have been like good for like if you really wanted to m- make a movie that laughed at itself. Like this movie actually took itself seriously. Oh yeah. And like I actually did, I did suspend my disbelief of what was going on because this movie, if you really want to think about it, mm-hmm. couldn't happen. It would have been over in 
actually there was some real real parts to it but you're like what is this movie about surfing skydiving i don't know what the fuck happened shit got serious at one point i think what's his name uh patrick swayze brody plays a sociopath who just loses his fucking brain and like loses everything and he's really just jealous that she's not in love with him and like that she fell in love with uh, with johnny utah but either way this movie could not have been played by broad no way Oh, my God. Okay, here we go. Ready? From IMDb. Matthew Broderick was originally offered the role of Johnny Utah. Others who auditioned Johnny Depp, Charlie Sheen, and Willem Dafoe, and Val Kilmer. Hmm. <laughs> now, okay. Willem Dafoe out already. There's no way that I could imagine him being the hero of this film. He looks like a villain. Willem Dafoe only should play villains. All the time. He should just play villains. There's no, I mean, think of it. He's the, remember he was in uh, Boondock Saints and he was the, the yeah. Can you imagine oh, that? He guy was awesome as, in that. Can you he imagine him awesome. as Johnny Utah? No. <laughs> it would be terrible. Johnny Maybe Depp, Johnny man. Depp in that time because he was like 21 Jump Street then. I don't 91. know. 91. Yeah. I mean, Johnny, 1991 Johnny Depp. Yeah. But I'm I'm not having Charlie Sheen. There's no I, I don't know. That kind of bothers me because like let's see, ninety one nineteen ninety one, he had already done twenty one jump street from nineteen eighty seven to nineteen ninety. So I mean and he was he was in Platoon in nineteen eighty six, Johnny Depp. And so then in nineteen ninety he did Edward Scissorhands. So then he would have went from Edward Scissorhands to uh point break. I, I think it would have been a whole different movie. Yeah, it, it would have been like, like he would have played a super. He would have played a super. Super. I can't even speak. <laughs> a surfer dude, but I don't think he would have played the dude that every once in a while Keanu Reeves jumps into. Like yeah. Keanu comes in and out of his bra. Like his bra, bro, bra, bro comes in and out <laughs> the whole movie. Yeah, there's not consistent consistency at all. With his bruh, bruh, bro. Sometimes he acts really dumb and like is trying to play some California <laughs> surfer dude, I guess, like Michelangelo, but like older and more stoned. Yeah. Or he's kind of just like Johnny Utah from uh, Ohio. Where's he from? Yeah, he's from Ohio, which I don't believe that at all because he has an accent that makes him from the valley, basically, in California. No one from Ohio sounds like that. So he's already, like, I feel like having lived in California his whole life, and then he says, I'm from Ohio. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. But, meta, bro. Meta. <laughs> meta, bro. <laughs> I don't know. It would have been a totally different movie if it was any of the other guys. And Matthew Broderick is not pulling this off. If I saw Matthew Broderick on a surfboard, and he was during that montage scene, which I love that montage scene, he would have been... I feel like there would have been like a sound effect when like like a like slipping on a banana sound effect if he fell off the surfboard. That's what I'm thinking is gonna happen if like Matthew Broderick is in this and he's he'd be speaking straight to the camera. I, I Keanu Reeves is perfect, I think, for this part because he and like Patrick Swayze are having this like undercover love story during this movie. I mean, truly I believe this is a love story between Keanu Reeves and Patrick Swayze most of the time during this film. Oh, it's totally, that's a yeah. bra. That's his bra. <laughs> that's his bra. Like, bra. It's holding his chest up, his bra. But, uh, like, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a love story. They're be basically best friends, soulmates, you yeah. know. Um, 
Brody's like infatuated with Johnny oh, and, totally. uh, you know, and wants to change him the whole mm-hmm. time. I, I will say one thing I hate about this movie is the soundtrack. It's garbage. There's no soundtrack. There, it's a terrible soundtrack. There's nothing yeah. great about it. They could have done a lot better that if I went back in time and I was like, we're going to keep this movie or I would change the soundtrack. They need a better soundtrack. They need to like, whoever did cocktail needs to re-edit this movie. <laughs> Could you imagine this movie with cocktail soundtrack? It would have just been crazy. <laughs> but you're right. The soundtrack was terrible. non-existent. I was, when I was listening no, to it. No, like, it was. It was non-existent. But you would figure that it was a little better. Like, there was, no, there was nothing. There was no memorable, no. like, even the montage. Horrible. There was not much, much to it. I mean, at this point, you've had amazing yeah. montages from, you know, from Rocky, you know, all, a few Rocky movies already and everything. Uh, the 80s, all the montages from the 80s. I mean, how can you even have a movie that is a surfing movie? You have Anthony Kiedis is in the film. You couldn't get a Red Hot Chili Pepper song? Like, how is that possible? You, This soundtrack was trash. But if it wasn't for, I think, like, uh, Catherine Bigelow's amazing directing, this movie would have fell apart. You know, her directing for this film was great. I mean, and you could tell how much of her vision for this film was just in there and the, the care she took with every shot that was surfing or skydiving. And it, it was just everything. I, I was really impressed. It was like, I thought she did an amazing job. But can I just say some of the, one of my favorite lines of this movie? One of my oh, favorite lines. It's the one I, I love. So he's he comes into the office for the first time, right? Keanu Reeves oh, getting that tour. Oh, it's going to be mine. It's going to be my favorite one, too. <laughs> he's I'm going to put this up when you say it. Go. He's getting that tour. He's getting the amazing tour. He's been asked already about his diet. And he goes, uh, I take the skin off chicken. And then, like, <laughs> <laughs> and then he picks up a donut and eats it. And... You know, the doctor from Scrubs looks at him and he's like, he starts laughing. He's like, you're a real blue flame special, son. Young, dumb, and full of cum. Bro, it was one of my best lines. I paused the movie immediately and I was like, I gotta write that down. I wrote that. I was like, did he just say he was young, dumb, and full of cum? I mean, that, I mean, come on. And then he goes, I guess we just uh, we just have an asshole shortage. And he walks away. And they but Keanu Reeves like, what do he say? He goes, um, he says, uh, not yet or something like that. Uh, something like, something oh, like, I don't think so or some bullshit like that. Like, oh, it was, my it was God. like they, dude, the the this the quick sayings in the beginning of like old versus young oh. was like so funny. Like, um, there he's like, <laughs> first of all. What's his name? Uses Hotshot. All that. It's like, all right, Hotshot. It's yeah, like, Gary all right, they're mis- Yeah, Gary Busey's like, all right, Hotshot. I'm like, well, I'm, whoever wrote this must have wrote Speed after this in 1994 oh. because like, like <laughs> Bob Hotshot. Like, so like, they're like, oh, it works. You call Keanu Reeves Hotshot, and we have a good movie in our hands. And like, um, when they're in the car, and he's like, all right, all right, there, Mr. Wizard. Did oh, you find God. Jimmy Hoffa? I'm like, Mr. <laughs> Wizard, like. There were so many references to what was going on around that time. Oh, yeah. They're like, oh, stop watching MTV when they were trying to, like, uh, look at the videos and stuff. Yeah. But it was uh, amazing. 
one of another great line was after the the bank robbery happens. It was like a bank robbery, and they go to look at the getaway car or something. Uh, <laughs> okay, he goes, hold on. He he Gary Busey is talking to him on top of Mulholland Drive, and he goes, he's talking about L.A. He's like, yeah, this city really changed. The air got dirty and the sex got clean. <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> seems so fucked up because he's like yelling at him about being like do you feel that are you angry <laughs> oh my god that was one of the best scenes ever he's like you angry that feels good right yeah it's like, oh, let's go do that next scene they're staring at a tv screen at a guy's ass <laughs> and they're drinking a the beer to keep rewinding it to the guy's ass i'm like what is happening first of all if you watch that whole scene uh, Corona is like placed everywhere, so oh that's that was like a big like. Oh, okay, so surfing beach. Let's get this Corona right. Yeah, there's beer bottles everywhere in that office. So I'm like, all right. So they're basically just saying that these guys are just getting drunk. Uh, Gary is drinking straight <laughs> out of the fucking Jack Daniels bottle. I'm so glad you saw that because I saw that. And I was like, all right. So they're having a couple beers. Whatever. It's after hours. They're looking at this guy's ass. Um, and then, then <laughs> Gary Busey pulls a gigantic bottle of Jack Daniels out of, I don't know, nowhere and just swings it. And I'm like, wait a second. Like, what, where did that come from? You just took it up a notch. Like, it's okay to have maybe a beer while you guys are maybe hashing out the details of something, but you really just took it to a whole other level. And Gary Busey, I mean, is unhinged in this film. Unhinged. And then somehow those two who just kind of met that day or the day before, okay. I don't know how long they've been together, are both connect and they're like, ex-presidents are surfers. Gary Busey jumps on a... Jumps on a uh, a desk as if he was a surfer before presumably okay. drunk he's got to be wasted and they're just by themselves yeah yeah surfing yeah pretending where's the rest, to surf. Of, where's the rest of the fbi don't know because they, they're all like the laughing stock like they're like oh let's just give them this thing oh, why man. are you giving these guys like one of them like the most first of all they're like it's the bank bank robbery capital of the world and it had gone up from the year before. Yeah, what did he say? There were 13,000 bank robberies and they caught 1,000 of them? I'm like, you're not really doing a good job if it goes up. <laughs> yeah, no one's doing it's a good really job. It's not really anything to brag about. Hey, keep that to yourself, bro. Keep that to yourself. Young, <laughs> young dumb, and full of cum. But that's a, there's another line when he's trying when Gary Busey's trying to explain to him about how he, he thinks that they're surfers and he goes to them, he goes, and then they vanish like a virgin on prom night. <laughs> Dude, there's always there's all these weird sayings in that movie. First like of all, the writer of this film was only given six thousand dollars to write this film. That's it? Yeah. After this he wrote the screenplay for Patriot Games right after this, like the year after. He wrote the oh, really? screenplay for Patriot Games. He then did uh, Tales from the Crypt. He did an episode of Tales, and, Tales from the Crypt. He did Varsity Blues, the movie, then in the TV series, it looks like. He also... Did he do Fast and the Furious, too? Because this movie is basically Fast and the Furious. It doesn't look like that. He's only got... I'm only seeing 13 writing credits. Because um, I'm just going to tell you, after watching this whole movie, 
I'm going to say it now. I was going to wait until the end of this episode, episode to say it. <laughs> Fast and Furious took a photocopy of this film and made it. Oh, I'm talking yeah. scene by scene, like scenario of scenario of scenario. Mm-hmm. When they go to the party, when he orders the sandwich from the sister, when yeah. he goes to the beach bar and orders the, the fries and whatever and asks oh, her to take God lessons. God damn it, that's right. All of it is the same. When they go to the wrong house at first, yeah, they arrest the wrong people. Like yeah. it just gets going on and on, even wow. at the end. That's right. Dude, Fast and the Furious is it's the reboot or and remake of Point Break that it should be called Point Break Two because the one that actually got remade and they call Point Break is fucking trash. Shouldn't have been called it. It's I'm ashamed. See, that I even wasted time watching it. It was crap. Okay. They were just like, oh, man, let's do sky, a skydiving movie and like uh, extreme. No, you just wanted to advertise squirrel diving. Not, no, it was stupid. Dude, stupid. have you mine, seen it? Because it's no, crap. I refuse. I refuse. When I saw that, another thing too, it, like, no way. Another thing, too, is that if you're going to remake a movie, that was this good. Like, to me, this was really good. And you had, like, there weren't B actors that were in this. Like, Keanu and Patrick Swayze had just come come out of, like, some huge movies. Yeah, right? absolutely. Like, Dirty Dancing was before this. Yes, it was, I believe. It had to be, and, yeah, absolutely. And so it was, was Bill and Ted's. Bill and Ted was, that, was, and so right was Bill, before that. Yeah, yeah so like the these weren't little fucking names that were doing this movie. So if no. you're gonna remake Point Break, the new one was with nobody. And I'm sorry, <laughs> guys, who if you like those actors, I don't. They, where where are they now? Okay, we don't know who they are. Right. Okay. Exactly. It should have been with people we knew. You know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Put Zac Efron in it. I don't know, but oh, it wasn't with anybody that was actually Zac Efron. Probably would have been all right. They should have done one where yeah. it was Keanu Reeves plays the older guy and like Zach Efron plays the surfer. I don't know. Somebody. Yeah, and Lori <laughs> Petty, she was in a ton of stuff before ton of stuff. Point Break. And what happened to her? She oh, was she good. does a ton I of liked things her. now. I looked her up. Uh she was in Orange is the New Black. She's been in like, you know, twenty four episodes or so, or actually more than that, I think. But she's been in Orange is the New Black. She does a lot of voice work. She's been working. Um, she's awesome. She was in House for a few episodes. She was in like three episodes of House. But before that, she was in a show which I saw a few episodes of and still cannot find it anywhere, um, Alien Nation. And oh, wow. that show was crazy weird. I mean, so like you, you're talking about, like you said, these are good actors. These are capable actors. And um, you know, right after that, Lord Petty was in A League of Their Own in 1995. She was in Tank Girl. Fucking amazing movie. Yes. 1993, she was in Free Willy. I mean, she's... Free she's, Willy? Yeah. Oh, yeah, she was the trainer. That's right. That's right. Oh. <laughs> Dude, she's a phenomenal actress. Like, but also, I just also want to say, I think... I don't, I mean, I'm not sure what type of like attitude people have about Patrick Swayze, but Patrick Swayze, it was amazing in this film and he's always good. I, I love Patrick Swayze. I think he's an amazing actor. I will have to say that Patrick Swayze in the, probably, if you had to compare 
did a phenomenal job over Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves was good, but Patrick Swayze played his part. Dude, the man could do karate. The man could say some Zen bullshit. The man (laughs) lost his mind. Yeah. Got selfish. Yeah. Had some great lines Mm -hmm. behind that president's mask. I mean, he was good. And he did uh, some of that skydiving. Because when they jumped out of the plane, they were close-ups of his face. They were like, you could see his yes. face. And I'm like, that's Patrick Swayze doing that backflip or Patrick Swayze doing all this. I mean, and he I guarantee you they put that too. scene in there because Patrick Swayze was like skydiving at the time. And he was yeah. like, yo, let's do skydiving. They're like, what? I'm like, yo, I've been doing skydiving. Let's do skydiving. Yeah, he did some like, of the um, the surfing. He broke a few ribs during this film. So like Patrick Swayze is uh, hardcore. I wonder, I was thinking, I was thinking <laughs> there's the scene where he like, you know, connects with Brody when they're fighting the Red Hot Chili Peppers guy. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Brody's like got his shirt off. He's got, blah, blah, he's about to like fight. Yeah. And then you got Keanu is wearing a t-shirt, like a rash guard underneath his sweats, like his. No, no, no. Wetsuit. He was wearing his wetsuit, wasn't he? he was no, it was. So his wetsuit was zippered down. Like at his oh. waist, but he was also wearing a rash guard. Now I'm like, all right, I understand he's a bit, like first time surfer, but like, dude must have been sweating because it's like <laughs> wear, rash guard and a three mil. Like that's a lot. I mean, that's a lot. You got Brody's wearing a like t-shirt, uh, like a like the short one. So yeah. is uh, what's her name? And and you got you know Johnny Utah over <laughs> here freezing. He's got a rash guard and a three mil. And I was like, there must have been something in the contract. There was like, if Patrick Swayze <laughs> is in a scene with somebody, nobody else could have their shirt off. Because <laughs> the whole time I was like, maybe maybe that Keanu didn't want to sh- show his like chest. Yeah, but right? then I don't know got, why. I, sh- I don't know why I was thinking about this. Dan, but he had his shirt I, off when because, he was laying in bed, all contemplative. That's, like- that's why I was like, oh yeah, the next scene is like you and he finally has sex with what's her name. He's like laying in bed with his armpit showing. I yeah. was like, oh, so it might have been a whole thing with like Patrick Swayze. Like, yeah, I'm going to be the one that has like my chest out on. <laughs> <laughs> I think he just had to be, I don't know, maybe. But Keanu Reeves also looked very pale. So maybe it was because they were like, all right, we're just going to, you don't look like you've been in the sun at all. So <laughs> You look like we're filming powder. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, oh my god! That movie doesn't come out for another couple of years, so yeah. uh, we need yeah. to put a shirt over you. Yeah. So okay, oh, so we haven't god. even talked about the plot of this movie. Can I just so say one thing before? Guy- <laughs> oh no, go ahead. It's okay. Go through the plot. I have nothing. No, say it. Say it. Go ahead. Say it because I got a glass of water. Is super creepy in this movie when he's watching uh, Lori Petty change in the parking lot. Like, come on, bro. Like, what are you doing? I know you're trying to be like, is this going to be the person my in? But, like, she's changing. Like, you know, and then, like, he's like, oh, look at her. Take her. Like, don't watch her. Like, just go, all right, this is going to be the girl. Drive away. Like, get her license plate and drive away. Like, what is the go- what is going on here? But so I was he was wearing thing, something but crazy. They needed, they needed to put, like, a sexual, you know, they needed to put a scene like that in there. But I felt a little weird because they POV'd it. There's that, a lot of POV in it. There was a lot of POV in this movie. 
Yeah. And I was like, was it the first time they were trying it? Because there was like, even in the chase scenes and stuff, I was like, damn, there's a yeah. lot of POV. Like when he goes into Brody's house for the party, yeah. like we walk in. Yeah. And like see that? Like the people are like, <laughs> that was the craziest party. I'm sitting there. I'm like, is there gonna be a vampire in this party? I was waiting. Yeah, it's like, are we watching Dust Till Dawn right now? Yeah, it like, looked like a scene from Blade, like that opening scene from Blade. Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where the guy from the Shield was like in there all of a sudden, like. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, what the hell? So that that scene was weird. And what was she wearing? And then she wore that the next scene. So I'm like, does she change the shirt? Is that a costume? Is that like her uniform <laughs> that she has to wear? <laughs> is, that, is that a uniform she has to wear? She's also wearing, she's wearing. Yeah, she's also no not wearing underwear. She put her shorts on. She didn't zip or button them. She jumped in her car. That's right. She wasn't wearing underwear, and there were dirty shorts. Dirty shorts. She literally just threw them on. Didn't she has a very on. dusty car. She hopped in her car. And like, her dusty car yeah with the top down so there's dirt everywhere but yeah i mean we should okay so we should try to like surmise the plot of this film <laughs> somehow i don't know what and so I, I thought it was just crazy first of all so i guess the plot is fbi agent assigned to bank robbery or uh also assigned to a guy who's like you know the old dude maybe wait waiting to like retire soon or a, kind of a laughing stock. So AKA lethal weapon. Um, right. yeah. you know, yeah. the crazy, you know, so like that, that kind of buddy comedy, but more of a drama. Like this is straight up action film. This wasn't, there was some comedy in it, but I wouldn't call it comedy at all. This was like action. This yeah. was the nineties action film. This was a like, pure action film action film and they just so happen to be surfers so there's a half hour of us just learning about surfing (laughs) this movie made me want to be a surfer i'll tell you that this movie made me want to yeah drop everything and just learn to surf and uh i guess just live on the beach well not now the scene the scene with john connor john connor um (laughs) i should say the guy's name i guess I'll look it up. That's on you, facts, facts guy. Yeah. First of all, I guess this this guy is working behind uh in the surf shop when he's twelve because he looks like he's twelve, and I guess there was no labor laws then, um <laughs> because he's in the scene and he's selling this guy his surfboard, and he doesn't look like a working age. The kid looks like he's twelve years old. They just needed to give this guy a uh, a line because he's like, surfing's the source, bro. Surfing's the source, bro. Like that, where they just gave him that line. Like none of that means anything. But I don't know if it was the kid from Terminator Two. Who was it? Because was the it? kid from Terminator Two, Terminator Two came out in 1991, and this movie came out in 1991. So it couldn't have been him. I don't know who that sure. was. He's somebody. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm looking at it right now. 1991. So maybe. Uh, I'm gonna try to look for him, but you're right. He, th- dude, this is him. His name is Christopher Petty. Oh, there he you is. You know what? You know what? No, he looked. Oh, where's this guy been in? He's 
been in this. Don't tell movie the mom. I know. Don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. She That's what dead. it is. There we go. All right, so he wasn't John Connor. He was the fucking guy who buys the diamond ring for this girl with the petty cash. And don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. Wow, that that was a long that was a long road to get to that kid's uh like don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. I think that was in 1991 too. Dude, that guy was a little popular then. That haircut did it all. Yeah, yeah. But yo, he definitely was not of age to work behind a surfboard. No, no, he was not of age, and unfortunately, that actor did pass away. So rest in peace to that actor. He was really good in that, and. He was good and don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. Yeah. Rest in peace. Yes. Yeah. And Patrick Swayze too. I mean, that's the thing. Like when I see Patrick Swayze now, I get very nostalgic a little bit because, you know, Patrick Swayze did pass away as well. Um, years oh, ago. Yeah. Yeah. I think his last part was in Donnie Darko. Quite oh, great, great part in that movie. I mean, he plays a really fucked up character. Yeah. But amazing. Yeah. Again, going back to the range of, of, Patrick Swayze. Unreal. I mean... Unreal. And he was perfectly cast. See, and that's another thing about this film. And I think that's another thing I, I enjoy that I appreciate from the 90s. And I think we're going to say... I'm going to say this a lot as we go through things from the 90s. And that's like, especially with movies. When they cast people, I was like, oh, I'm okay with the visual of who they cast. Like, when Keanu Reeves goes, I'm 25, I'm like, I believe that. I believe, I believe that he's 25. That's fine. Okay, he's 25 years old, right? I can believe he's 25 years old. And it makes sense that he's with Laurie Petty, the character. They don't look too far apart in age. And Patrick Swayze looks older than Keanu Reeves, but he's not like super old. You know, he's like in that space of like, you know, guru age, I guess you would say in some ways, right? So all of it made sense to me. Now, sometimes when you watch films, if they made this film now, it would be crazy. You know what would happen. Like the, the characters mm-hmm. look too young. They'd be like, oh, I'm 25. I'm like, no, you're not. There's no way that you're 25. There's no way that that girl's 22. And there's no way that like Keanu, whoever they would cast for Patrick Swayze's part is supposed to be Patrick Swayze's part. You know, no. it just doesn't make sense. Like the 90s made things real. The, I, I noticed that like all the rooms in, 90, in the 90s look smoky. Okay. And, uh, and everything's gritty. I was like, you know, fuck HD. I don't need it in HD. I don't want this movie in HD. I want to watch it no. normally. I mean, the the one thing you could say is that the surfing shots would have been better if you did it in HD. Sure, but they were still. Gorgeous. But then you'd really you'd have to like you'd really have to have like uh, really good doubles. Oh but yeah. Either absolutely. way, let's just let, let me talk about this. Go for so it. So they go surfing. <laughs> He's learning how to surf. There's a little montage thing about him surfing. I got to say that the talking in the ocean, the dubbing was a little annoying to me. It kind of was like so bad. bad. Like they didn't even like put in the sound of the ocean. They just no. like, it's just them talk. Like you just hear like just them. The like, sound dropped out it, totally. <laughs> like, like as if me and you were talking in the ocean and all you just hear is like, we have mics on or something like that. Like, how do you not hear the ocean a little bit? Like, just try a little bit. Like, they just didn't try. Like, they were like, oh, we're going to put all this sound in later on. That was a little weird at yeah. some points, right? But then, like, whatever, they're hanging out. Brody shows up, and some guy throws Bodie. a football. Bodie shows up, 
We've been calling him Brody the whole time. He's like a bro. Bodhi. Bodhi Sava. Bodhi. Bodhi, the guru, shows up, kisses what's-her-name. She's like, I know him. Like, why does she need to explain that to Johnny Utah? He, they just met. They weren't in a relationship. No. Why is she saying that? I know him. All right. So, us, she, basically, she's talking to us. Like, she's done two things t- talking to us. He says, I'm Johnny Utah when she saves him the first time. Somehow, she's there. Yeah. And, she, and, we, and, she, and she goes, who cares? Just like I was like, okay, who cares? Why are you saying this? Right. <laughs> Second one. Patrick Swayze comes, picks her up, gives her a kiss in the mouth, and she turns around, looks at Johnny, and says, I know him. Again, they just met. There's no explanation needed. She could kiss whoever she wants in the mouth, right? (laughs) I know. It's so weird. It's so weird. I hope she knows him. Bodhi is like, Bodhi, right? Where I'm going right now? Bodhi. He's totally ignoring Johnny, like doesn't care about him. He's playing freaking lion. He's playing alpha male right now. And he's just talking to her. Friend throws a football out of nowhere because, you know, people just carry around footballs. Yeah. Damn. Instead of, you know, karate kid soccer on the beach, it's time to do the football Ah, scene. Ah, very good. It was the same beach. Same beach. It was the same beach? Because apparently that beach... That beach is where you have fire pits and you play some sort of game and somebody gets into a fight. Right? That's what happens. Yeah, that's what happens at that beach. Daniel's son could have been down the beach playing soccer. All at the same time. Where's the motorbikes? Where's the motorbikes? So so we see all of a sudden there's a a full-on, not even touch football game, like rough touch football game. It was that also involved one female. I don't remember seeing any other female. No. Right? Johnny's like, all right, let's play. He's already in it. I don't even think he's playing undercover cop at this point. I think he's just a 25-year-old who got out of college and is just hanging out. Okay. <laughs> so he's just hanging out. He's actually a really bad undercover cop. And he's just like, what's worse? And I really like this girl. She's playing football. I'm really good at football. Let's do this. All right. Yeah. And then you see, you know, Bro, 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 Bodie, like, getting upset that Johnny's, you know, he hasn't even figured out he's Johnny yet. But he's, like, he's all mad, tackles him, whatever. Now Johnny's got to get him back. And somehow the field gets a lot bigger. How long were they playing? They were running for a while. Johnny's knocking yeah. boys out left and right. Guy from Oz, Beecher gets knocked down. Everything's <laughs> getting like, knocked down. Johnny tackles him into the ocean? Yeah. I was so confused by that. I was confused. I was like, man, this got really this game just got really intense and they were going pretty far. More than they were like literally going like a hundred yards. And <laughs> gets knocked down. And then all of a sudden, you know, Bodhi being the freaking Zen character that he is in the beginning of the movie, like he gets less Zen throughout the movie. In the beginning. He's all like, oh, don't worry, man. Don't you know who this is? It's Johnny Utah. And, like, his friend's like, oh, sorry, bro. I didn't know you were Johnny. Oh, Johnny. <laughs> so everybody follows college football who are surfers and bank robbers. They happen to stop their lives of surfing and bank robbing to watch college football. Oh, you know why? Because they're, they only surf in the summertime. College football is in the fall. That, yeah. That's what they do. 
They just watch college football. <laughs> yeah, so it, for those bunch of months, they sit down, they play. They probably play fantasy football, fantasy college football. They probably – Bro, they really bet serious. their money. They bet the money that they got oh. on fantasy football. College. Well, they're really football. bad at it then if they have to keep robbing banks. <laughs> they probably lose every <laughs> Well, first of all, he has to rent that house that has candles everywhere. Dude, I don't know how they have that house. How do they get stuff? Is he signing leases? Like, what is happening? How are they getting any of this? And at the same time, you're right. Where did that field come from? And why did he tackle him in the ocean? Alpha like, male shit. Yeah, because he didn't know that he was the bank robber yet. Gallery no. has no idea who this guy is. He's no, because just... he tackled him because he's the girl's boyfriend last time. That was a male shit. That was some, like, dick swinging shit. Yeah, this is a totally different movie. This, And then he has to wake up the next day. Wait, it's not that day, right? It's, it's not, not that day yet. We're right. not even there right. yet. Holy shit, you're right. We're not even there yet. This whole part is just them meeting each other. He doesn't even know that they're the ex-presidents. They're just like being friends, and he's just like happy to be part of this guru shit. He's falling in love with Bodhi. And Bodhi's That's falling right. in love with him. That's right. Bodhi loves him already. Fucking yeah. Johnny Utah. Might have made right. him a lot of money. We don't know. Right, and then like you find out all about his knee injury and stuff like that, and then what? I think after that, doesn't he like show up? Doesn't the boss start reaming them out in the next scene? Like, and he's got a surfboard in the in the FBI agent office. He's sitting there with this Bro, the most ridiculous looking surfboard. Walks, if you're gonna be undercover, in, get a better surfboard. If the FBI is paying for it, what is that? Bro, he walks into the office in the elevator. With the surfboard. This that that part of the movie is ridiculous. I thought I was watching Baywatch. I'm like, <laughs> this is not allowed an FBI agent. Like they would have just said, like, leave it downstairs. The guy <laughs> walks into the office. Yeah. And he's wearing like, you know, Gary's wearing some other button down party shirt. Yeah. The guy's ready to go to <laughs> guys ready to go to retiree blue owl. Yeah. Happening next right. week or something, or that day. Because yeah. apparently I think Gary is just at the office. I think that dude actually isn't an FBI agent. And he just like shows up and they're just like, uh, he's my crazy old grandfather that we haven't said that he's fired yet. He's Let's like the guy with the stapler in the office. Like, you Oh know, my like, God. That's my right. Yeah. They were just like, Oh man, just give him this case. Got this new guy. He's young, yeah. dumb and full of cum. Like just fucking let it go. <laughs> just let it go. <laughs> yeah. There was another scene where Keanu Reeves, after he gets Lori Petty's uh, license plate, they track her license plate down in the office. And when they're supposed to be like taking this very seriously, the, it becomes like the horniest scene ever. They're like, oh, you know, five, six, 119 pounds, uh, blue eyes. Oh, and, then, and the girl typing all this stuff in, she's like, oh, you did really good. It's just like, what? Aren't you all supposed to be trying to figure out how to catch bank robbers, not trying to set him up on a Tinder date? He, he can't it's... see. <laughs> <laughs> They're like pushing him to be like, yeah, go ahead, have sex with this one. Dude, this whole point of the, the whole part of this movie, which is like 25 minutes, was just him trying to hook up with this girl. Like, yeah. we, he still hasn't even like found any leads. Zero leads. There are zero leads at this point. Like, we're just having the relationship set up. 
But it's a relationship that, it's, okay, it's not like they needed that relationship. You know, you could have almost written Laurie Petty's part kind of out in some way, or you know what I mean? I'm, I'm glad that she was there because she's she was really great. But when you think about it, like the two-hour film, you've got to start trimming stuff, right? He could have some that that whole thing between him and Patrick Swayze could have happened in a different way if he knows that he's Johnny Utah. If he knows him, they could have set it up in some way where like all of a sudden they became friends because he knows him from college football. Yeah, but nobody knew that he knew them that he was Johnny Utah until he was playing that game at the beach. And the only reason why he was at the beach is because he was being – he asked what's-her-name to train him. Yeah. And then she was the in on that, right? But, like, he still didn't know that that was the guy, right? He thought it was, like, Anthony Kiedis. Like, they they still don't know who the ex-presidents are yet. Yeah, they still thought it was that group with Anthony Kiedis in it. Yeah, which is just ridiculous because it was too obvious. Like, those guys didn't give a shit about anything. They're not that smart. They're like oh. partying in front of the house and stuff. Like those two were really bad FBI agents. Like you know the guys that were making fun of them the whole time. Oh my god, those guys were ridiculous. They were ridiculous, but they were the ones like you guys is terrible. You guys suck. You guys are horrible. Yeah. Like they yeah. knew that that wasn't a good spot. Can like, we talk about the party though? When he goes to that party, when he goes to that party, the fire breather in the party. Okay, so hold on. Before we get to that party, so the next scene, he's at the beach. Right. Right. And he's taking a shower with his rash guard on. Because <laughs> Patrick Swayze is about to kick some ass, so they, whatever. So, like, he gets in a fight. Patrick Swayze help, helps him. As they're walking, Keanu is asking so many questions. <laughs> it's like a crazy amount of questions. He's, like, interrogating him. About these stupid dudes. And, like, Brody's, like... Yeah, bro, this is not what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about, yo, I see that you, you know, you haven't really even figured out what, like, life is like, what surfing is. And, like, you know, I see it in your eyes. And you're like, what is happening? And he's like, you want to come to the party? And I was like, (laughs) all right. Like, cool. Yeah, next scene, fire breather. (laughs) Fire breather with POV. Yeah, in a small beach bungalow. Someone got a third degree burn. 100%. Smoke alarm went off. (laughs) But can we... I just want to say one other thing about that Anthony Keaton scene. How can no one see the walkie-talkie that Keanu Reeves is holding? Oh, my God. He was in a towel. He was talking into a towel. And And the walkie-talkie antenna is just, like, up in the air. Like, come on, man. And how could could you not hear it? Yeah. there's He doesn't have an earbud in. He's just, like, talking into his... Hey. Hey, hey. <laughs> and Gary Busey's in a car, in the most, in the biggest car. He's Gary Busey. He's got. They're big, terrible at stakeouts. He doesn't even have small binoculars. He might have well been looking through a telescope. I mean, he was just sitting there and he's like, hey, you got, are, are you good? Are you good? I was like, what? This is why at the end, they didn't see these guys run into a bank. Because he's reading Calvin and Hobbes in the fucking oh. car. And, and he's making him get a sandwich. Like, two, two. Johnny. Two. 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 Johnny, he says Johnny. it three times. Like, two. Let me get two. 
Hey, Johnny. Then he's like, oh, did you see the Lincoln pull up? He's like, what Lincoln? I'm like, what? The the whole point of you being there was to stake out. Like, you could have, that movie could have ended. Like, you didn't have to have him blow out his knee, which he blows out twice or three times, maybe. You have to get his leg amputated after that. (laughs) He's like, at the end, when he's like, he's still surfing, he's like, no, no, I don't have a leg after we went skydiving (laughs) and I fell out out of the sky. Oh my god, dude! Can we just that party? One of my favorite scenes happens. Well, two things happen. He, you you hear about the fifty year storm, hmm. that big storm is going to bring all the great waves, right? The fifty year storm. First of all, this is way before like big <laughs> big riding, real big wave riding was a thing yeah. because yeah. like Australia is not the place to go now. It's actually off the coast of Portugal in Nazaré. Right. Nazaré's got like a hundred foot waves and whatever. So yeah. like it's funny to hear. Like a movie, like back then, this is where you would go. Like Australia's, you know, yeah. typical place to go surfing like that. So yeah, you hear the fifty-year storm. The best scene comes up next. <laughs> no, Great. it goes. If you want the ultimate, you have to be willing to pay the ultimate price. Yes, dude. Every line is golden. In this, this it's is golden. There's also the other one. It's not. Uh, it's not tragic to die doing what you love. Guru. The whole film is based around these lines. Actually, if Patrick Swayze's character was Splinter from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I think the Turtles would wouldn't have been so dumb. Because, oh. <laughs> because <laughs> Patrick but, Swayze uh, is everything in this movie, <laughs> and they're falling in love. Patrick Swayze's character, Bodie and and, and Johnny Utah, are falling in love. Totally falling in love. At Dude, this the point. way Patrick Swayze looks at Johnny Utah. Yeah. It's it's mesmerizing. Yeah, because then they go night surfing. And one of my favorite things in this movie happens. Beecher from Oz takes the lighter fluid bottle and just stabs it. Stabs it. <laughs> Why? They don't Notice that that guy never surfed, right? Like he's no. just there. He's a and maniac. He's like watching them. He's definitely a maniac in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's just like, I'm just going to watch these guys. I'm going to watch. <laughs> Yeah, stabs the lighter fluid bottles like, like you didn't have to do that. You could have no. taken the top off and just poured. Yeah, it. but it was so cool to do that. Yeah, and he's but, like, want to yeah. have a stealth mission? And notice he gives him his surfboard. What is that? A stealth mission? Stealth mission. They're going surfing in yeah. the dark. Yeah. So he's like, just ride the wave, bro. And he's like, yeah, you're surfing, yeah. Oh, most horrible dubs ever is that part. Like that whole part. Horrible dubs, Terrible. but great looking. I mean, it looked great. Oh. If this had a good soundtrack, it would have been, I mean, even better. Yes. But this scene is definitely the sex scene between uh, Bodie and uh, Johnny Utah. This is how I yes. saw it. This is how I saw this nighttime surfing scene. The best part about this, it goes back to saying Johnny Utah. Still isn't really doing any undercover rock work because no, he is just being friends with these people. Yeah. He's, the next day, he is planning to go shut down the other Nazi crew, thinking that they're the ex-presidents. Absolutely. So, like, in his mind, this is just his new friend. No, this is his new friend. Sort of his love interest, basically. I mean, so we're moving towards that. And, you know, 
and he's got a girlfriend who is supposed to be his in. Like, I that's where I get confused. Like, he chose this specific route, and she's supposed to be the one that is supposed to get him to the bank robbers. But I, that makes no sense. I mean, it also But yet she does. doesn't hang out. But, but she doesn't hang out with, like, the other crew. Oh, hold on. We need to pause for a second. Right. Can we rewind and remember why he went to that beach and met the Nazis? He decided that since beaches get closed every once in a while because of the oil spillage that happens, that would get into someone's hair and we do DNA testing. This motherfucker's a scientist all of a sudden. (laughs) And they just start stealing people's hair, like on in public, cutting people's hair. Yeah. What kind of serial killer shit is that? And people are okay with this? And why do we get so scientifically all scientific all of a sudden? Yeah. It was like a PSA, uh, a PSA for like global warming. Like they're like, oh, you know, some of the beaches get closed down every once in a while. I'm like, what beach gets closed down? Everybody's surfing. What do you mean? Yeah, beaches and are like, closed down. They should after they say that the first scene they show uh, some gross beach or wherever gross they beach. were. I don't know. I mean, closed. But people were there, and it's like a factory there or some sort of oil refinery. Like this uh, bar beach. <laughs> ah, oh my god it was bar beach like, <laughs> it was bar beach with waves no one should go there why did i ever go there you know that's how we didn't get sick we swam in bar beach our our parents yeah. let us go go okay, to bar just, beach just go to bar beach you know go to coney island whatever you want to swim at coney island go go get get to it yeah but this, uh, yeah go ahead no, the it, the the next scene was ridiculous because it was like like the dudes were smoking weed under a blanket. Like, Come on, when you guys man. are done making out, <laughs> <laughs> he's a narc, dude. It's like no, he's the guy who stole your hair. Yeah, that's for who a he wig, is. wig for his wife or something. Yeah, so he so, so basically these two guys smoking weed are okay with that. It's just like they put it together that first of all that's the worst cover ever. I'm making a wig for my wife from what like. 10,000 people you're going to go around <laughs> and about, cut their hair. What about Johnny Utah's when he's like, bro, I just saved your life, bro. Yeah, he yanked Whoa, a guy's man. hair out of his head. He's like, there's a sucker on your head. <laughs> and the guy said, let me see. He's like, yeah, I saved your life, bro. But then he turns around and the camera sees him and his face just totally changes. So it's like, He's putting on the extra bras, and like he's like less. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he's he's a genius, dude. He's the best, worst FBI agent ever. (laughs) Worst, worst. I actually thought Keanu Reeves uh, in this movie. It was like every time he was in a scene where he wasn't wet, it was like he a gentle breeze was always being blown at him. He just always looked like oh, they were definitely following him. Blowing at him, it was hilarious. They were definitely following him with a fan. They were following him with a fan. It was unbelievable. I loved it. It was so great. So Uh, it's like an hour in at this point. And Johnny Utah still has not realized that the ex-presidents are the people he's hanging out with. He has no clue. He has zero clue. Like these dudes are just getting him up at like 4.30 in the morning and going surfing. And he has no clue that he hasn't put anything together that these dudes are the ex-presidents. He's not asking questions. He knows he's looking for surfers, and he's not asking any questions. He's no. just like buddies with them. Yeah, 
and the the surfers that he's hanging out with that the girl was supposed to be an in for aren't the ones and he thinks that they're the other ones so what was she really in for what was he what was, was just in? trying to get it in that's it you just used that excuse to get lessons from her and he did and in one of the creepiest things ever, they're out there, they're the leftover, you know, Patrick Swayze that just leave the fire on for them. Okay. And then like he goes, they're talking and she's like, you know, oh, you look so relaxed now. And then he goes, and she's like shivering to death. <laughs> like her teeth are chattering. And he's just like, goosebumps. Goosebumps. <laughs> Now, I know we're making fun of, like, the way it's being said, but these are the lines in the film, too. I mean, you have to under like, we have to understand, like, that's the line in the film. So Keanu Reeves had to look at it and be like, I guess after that, my next line is goosebumps and touch her leg weirdly. Like, Yeah. Like, okay, goosebumps. And then do they have sex in the ocean or does it happen on the beach? Like, because they're just making out in the middle of a dark ocean. Yeah, drifting towards nowhere. But I believe they probably had sex on the beach. So while I was watching it and they showed you like the underneath shot of like the two, the, the, the thing, it was yeah. great. But I was waiting for like Jaws to come and kill both. <laughs> it did look like it's that first opening scene to Jaws. Like it's just like they're making out. It's like, ha! <laughs> I was waiting for that. All right. So he wakes up late. Is now, there he's, something he's, that only happens in movies, though, where characters, after they have sex, especially if they have to go somewhere, they wake up and almost like go, oh, how did I get here? It's like, bro. Yeah, you, <laughs> like, uh... <laughs> what do you mean, how did you get here? You were there, you had sex on the beach, and you're waking up like, oh, <laughs> where am I? What happened? <laughs> oh, shit, I'm late. I'm like, you, I'm weren't, late. you weren't drunk. You just had sex. Yeah, you could have went home at any moment. They could be like, "All right, we could actually we have to kind of leave." I do have work in the morning. Yeah, I'm an FBI agent. He's a terrible FBI agent. Again, this is bad. He's late. He's late to his own sting operation. Yeah. Now this scene, Dan, (laughs) it reminds me of like Bad Boys. Oh, Bad Boys Two, like. It, this movie all of a sudden becomes the most gruesome movie. <laughs> Unbelievable. It's screaming. It was almost like we were watching a horror movie. Yes. This was an amazing scene. This is the this is the scene I used to see sometimes on TV the most. Whenever it was on TV, I'd turn it on. Like, this was the scene that would always be on for some reason. Dude, first of all, I don't know why they needed to put it in there, but it was funny. Like, I guess it's not that funny, but... <laughs> He's like trying to pretend he's walking his dog and he walks by this guy who has to say something in a Jamaican accent wearing a Jamaican flag yeah. shirt. Come like, on. what was the point of that? What was his dog's name? What did he, he's like screaming. Gary Busey just screams in this film. That's what he does. Oh my God. That was just the weirdest thing. It's like this extra. Dude, but this, an extra, but like this from guy this, had to be. Yeah, yeah. it was such a weird like thing. But from this point on in the movie, it does nothing but get gruesome. Like, we now start to see also how trigger-happy the FBI is in this movie. Yeah, absolutely. Because this entire scene unravels, like you said, like bad boys, right? And actually, I wrote down at one point, I was like, this movie is like bad boys before bad boys. Yes. Because one, the length of the movie. Mm-hmm. Two, 
Bad Boys has a way better soundtrack, but like if you put the Bad Boys soundtrack into Point Break, you basically have Bad Boys. Except, you know, the two characters, you know, the partners aren't like they don't have that type of relationship. But you almost have that type of like I mean, think of even like how they had to save Lori Petty at the end. Bad Boys too. I mean, that's the same thing. They were off script. They were just going to save like yeah. Yeah, I I think it's definitely Bad Boys without the comic relief. Like Bad yeah. Boys obviously has Will Smith and Mar- and Martin Lawrence who like yeah. they're known for their comedy and action, but like this was just action. There's no no there's just action. But yeah, this scene, the the close up in the house running around, it yeah. was before I don't know if you remember in Bad Boys 2 they had a like 360 thing that was oh. going on. Yeah, where they were awesome. shooting through the walls and stuff like that. Yeah. So that kind of reminded me that if they had that technology, then they would probably do that kind of shot. Oh yeah, and I love this scene. I thought like this was a oh with the action, action as an action scene, it was crazy. The girl was screaming. Yep. The girl, the girl beat him up while his t- her titties are out. Just like first of all, I love that. Not only that? did she kick the crap out of Keanu Reeves, she stabs that other guy three times in the back. What happens to that guy? No one cares after the whole scene's over. Like she literally jumped on him, was like, ah, and like stabs that guy. I mean, she... <laughs> and that's what, actually she that... destroys while while yeah. she's naked the whole yeah. time. <laughs> the whole time she wasn't like that typical like, all right, we're gonna put a a naked woman in this movie and she's gonna be, you know, it's just a pointless naked character. She kicked the shit out of Keanu Reeves. Like, yes unbelievable i mean she was screaming at first and then like went off yeah, yeah. went off didn't she the, the first killed. one got shot right the girl at the door got shot right did she i thought so or it she got like knocked she, out she should have gotten Something shot like i feel like the girl in the shower when they shot through the glass she actually should have died but you know that you know it's movie magic the girl who was in the bra and underwear when they shot at gary Busey, she should have gotten killed but, you know, we have to save all the killing for, you know, the Nazis. So what was funny was that, or whatever they are, when, <laughs> when Anthony Kiedis shoots himself in the foot, I was just like, come on, man. This guy is the worst. He's the worst. <laughs> he's the worst. Dude, they didn't want him to die. They were like, he's like, I don't want to die in this. So he ends yeah. up just shooting himself in the foot. Yeah. But that, it was crazy. At the end, the lawnmower... Oh my god! His face is about to get destroyed by the lawnmower. Like this shit got serious. Yeah, got serious. Uh, yeah, so. and not and not only that. What I loved about it was the slow motion. Again, there was some slow motion in that scene, I believe. Right? I mean, with some shooting. I mean, I think the the use of slow motion in this movie was perfect. But yeah, I love this scene. It was it's one of my favorite action scenes I think of all time. I think it's like one of the best ones because who was in this scene? Tom Sizemore. He's oh really? The undercover guy. Oh yes, and he's all pissed because they mess up. The DEA comes in like so. This is like the biggest fuck up. It was crazy. And then what? He gets fired. Who? Keanu. No. So what happens after this scene? I'm trying to remember. They get yelled at, and then I think I mean in my notes. And here's the other thing: I was actually just getting so sucked in to this movie that I, I I just was like forgetting to write notes. But I think what happened after this was like he gets reamed out, right? And then it's the scene where he's got his like um, 
His armpit out. His armpit out. He's on the Scarface. He's just laying. Sheets. He's just laying there. Yeah, he's on the Scarface bed sheets. So basically, he had a bad day at work. He went and banged the girl again. Yeah. And then it's four thirty in the morning, and there's a knock at the door. Yeah. And she says he does this all the time. It's Bodie, and they're on the beach, and for the first time, Johnny Utah sees the four of them riding the longest wave possible. Like, <laughs> this wave goes on forever. I, yeah, that's so funny. They're having a party wave that goes on forever, and that's when he puts two and two together and is like, they are, oh, that's because what's-his-name pulls down his pants, and Moon's Bodie... That- who's cracking up about seeing his ass and going, yeah. And that's when Johnny Utah is like, I got to go. I cannot believe I go. that that guy's ass is the linchpin to the entire story. When you really think about it. the arc of the film, it's just like, all right, we saw this guy's ass in the beginning. I thought, yep. oh, it's just a passing ass. It's just a passing scene, nope. whatever. No. Thank God they rewound it a few times. So look at that guy's ass a few more times. Because Johnny Utah has to be about 50 feet away when he sees this guy's ass. How yeah. did he see it, though, in that way? Because, like, they're moving. Like, how would he be able to go, that's the ass? Uh, he studied that really close. And that I mean, it said more... thank you on it, but the yeah. ass that, that Bodhi saw didn't say thank you. I mean, that was a pretty graphic moving mooning scene. I wrote down most graphic mooning scene ever. I mean, it was just full on ass crack. Full on. <laughs> <laughs> Whilst surfing. Yeah. How did he get stay on the board? I mean, he's a great surfer. I mean, the other thing, can I just say one thing about surfing scenes? When the first time he sees Bodie surfing and then Tyler, uh, Lord Petty is saying like, uh, he's like, who's that? And she's just like, oh, that's Bodie. It, the montage of him surfing is him catching wave after wave after wave after. I mean, <laughs> it's just, the way they edited that, he was just like, "Got it, it's okay, a, neck, oh, got it, Go, oh, got yeah. one." Okay, <laughs> just like they're all different waves on different days, and like they like the way they cut the scenes is just insane. I was like, he would have yeah. to be out there just like one wave and then hop over a wave and then whoop, and then just get that wave and never have to paddle. No, Bodie, <laughs> Bodie never has to paddle. He's actually a god. So here is where I wrote an hour in, and I'm wondering what's left. You think you think it's over? No, we're an hour into the movie. When you see that guy's ass, we're about an hour into the movie. Yeah, and you think, okay, so movie's gonna come to a wrap, coming to an end. He's they're 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 on the stakeout. They're like we're gonna do this stakeout. Yeah, and how is that? So he's not open? even that close. So no. at this point, in my opinion, he's only really hung out with Bodie three times. Yeah. So yeah, they're not that, that we close. See. No. They're not that close. No. They could have been, but they're not that close. So the best part is Gary is so hungry. <laughs> While they're on a stakeout, he wants and it's a fucking 30, sandwich. But wait a second. Let's just understand something. We do get a time. It's 1030 in the morning. Which means, wants- how long could he have been at that stakeout? Because the banks don't open until what? Like 8, 9 o'clock in the morning? 9. Okay, so if a bank opens at 9 a.m., they're not robbing the bank. We know how they work. People have to be in there. The bank has to be open. So they've mm-hmm. only been in there for about an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And he's hungry. Mm-hmm. And he's been reading Calvin and Hobbes. 
Oh, he wants to bring that up a couple of times. He said something about Tower Records too. Oh, oh, oh. Bodie, Bodie went to Tower Records. He followed him. Yeah, the night before when he after he goes, I gotta go. I have an appointment. I forgot a new client. And then he runs off like from after he sees that guy's ass. And then he meets up with Gary Busey. He's like, so I followed him around. He went to this place and he went to that place and they're moving. And then he went to Tower Records and picked up a few CDs. It's like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, way to put in uh, the advertising money that was spent on this yeah. film. Yeah. Then he went to Pergamus. He picked up some uh, cock. <laughs> and he stopped and watched a movie called The Gremlins. Yeah, he, you know, it's coming out this Christmas. Gremlins. You want to go see it? <laughs> so, so yeah, then they go on the stakeout. And he goes, he goes, oh, there's this little sandwich shop around the block. Can you get me uh, two meatball subs? You know, get me two. I could have two. And we think that part's over. And then he goes out the window, blowing their cover or whatever. Like, Utah, get me two. Don't scream, Utah, get me two. You know your partner's been using his real name during this, like, undercover mission. <laughs> You're on a stakeout. Don't scream, Utah, get me two. It's like, you dummy. Like, what is wrong with the best? Me? And then, oh. and then, like, he's still looking down, right? And Johnny goes to order these sandwiches, but doesn't look at the bank. No, like, your stakeout, wouldn't you be like, I'm gonna order sandwiches while I'm waiting, I'm gonna look at the bank nope. to see that the, the four people ran out of it? Yeah, which it was like, hilarious. They that ran was... out while he was looking for these stupid fucking sandwiches. It was, a, it was the funniest thing. Utah, give me two. He's like, they get uh, two meatball subs and uh, tuna on a tuna sandwich. Don't eat tuna on a stakeout. Secondly, like he's talking and he's like getting a drink. He's getting his money out. It was hilarious when that Lincoln pulled up and they all jumped out <laughs> and ran in the bank. And then he looks like, oh, this is. and then he gives him his sandwiches. He goes, oh, I should have gotten three. And then Johnny Utah's yeah. like, hey, did you see that Lincoln pull up? He's like, what Lincoln? What <laughs> Lincoln? Guys, it's an hour into the film. You need to know what's going on at some point. What Lincoln? Then they all run out and Johnny Utah, in one of the greatest moments of all time, blows his cover, runs. I mean, it's already blown. In my opinion, I think Patrick Swayze already knew what was going on. Yells, FBI. Patrick Swayze looks right at him. His partner goes, Takes his gun out. He's about to shoot him. He's like, no, don't. And then what happens? Keanu Reeves just starts firing his gun in the middle of a busy intersection without saying anything. And, like, they still – they didn't fire at them. No. Like, Bodhi, the, the whole time, says don't fire. Yeah. They haven't fired. And Johnny and his partner are destroying this car, destroying – like, just shooting away. Yeah, yeah. Just shooting yeah. away. No one on the street knows what's going on. They just think there's a bit, there's like a gunfight, and and that's all that's happening. The best is like they go to the gas station, and then we have the Zoolander moment where a yeah. gasoline yeah situation happens. This is where Bodie <laughs> starts to lose his mind. Oh yeah, and yeah, becomes narcissistic and vindictive. Like, and yeah. this is where things go wrong, right? Because even his partners are like. What the hell? We gotta go. We gotta go. Why is he doing? Why is he taking so long? Yes. Like he got so involved with 
Why is he blowing up the car? He fucks up right there, right? Yeah. Notices that it's Johnny. He's got to know it's Johnny, right? They've been wrestling for a while at this point. He saw him. He looked right at him. Yeah, it wasn't at the end of this chase scene, right? It had to have been throughout the whole time. Yeah, no, he knows it's him the entire time. The entire time. Yeah. So they're running. I have to say, one of the best t- best filmed chase scenes. Oh, this was a great the car chase and the foot sa- the foot chase was amazing. The foot chase was great. The steady cam was awesome. Mm-hmm. The, he gets a pit bull thrown at him. The, okay, <laughs> that was great because literally, like that means Patrick Swayze's character is waiting. Like, okay, I got this. Bu- I got this dog. Here he comes. <laughs> Throws a pit bull at him. Patrick Swayze's character saw Johnny. He definitely knew it was him because, like, you, yeah. you're pretty close to throw a dog. Like, you can't, like, <laughs> you could, like, chuck a chihuahua, but, like, a pit bull. Yeah, he, like, that dog's gonna be, like, like, what, 140 pounds almost, 120 pounds? That's meaty. Meaty. And why is that pit bull okay with you? Yeah, why like, is, he not, is he not attacking? You, you just you, picked up this. It's, like, most yeah. docile pit bull ever. That, that's the only time I've ever seen a dog used as a weapon in a movie, ever. Yeah, I felt bad. Like, there was a point where, like, they put a whimpering in him. But I'm like, yeah. all right, you, you edited the whimper of the dog, but you couldn't put waves in while people were talking? <laughs> no. Cut out the ocean sounds. Put that non-existent soundtrack in the background. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely when Johnny Utah kicks the dog in the face, probably. So we need that whimper. Mike, that yeah, whimper. Yeah, we need the whimper. And then there was a, then the woman. Like, that's the thing, too. Like, the dog belonged to that woman, I believe. that Who like, beats the wolf. shit out of Keanu Reeves. Yeah. But why didn't she beat the shit out of Patrick Swayze? He's wearing a tuxedo. <laughs> she has like Ronald Reagan. She's like, oh, hey, it's Reagan. Oh, it's Reagan. <laughs> yeah. But also, Keanu Reeves crashed through the sliding door. I mean, that. Yes, that, that's true. That door's not going to break that easily. How is he not bleeding? I've walked into plenty of those face first. It did not break. <laughs> but how is he not bleeding if he walks into that? No, yeah, exactly. He should be hurting this entire film, actually, from all the wipeouts, from everything. He should be limping every day, all the time. The whole time. Like, did he get, like, knee surgery? I don't know. He said it folded back the wrong way. I mean, you don't, you can't join the FBI after that. 90 degrees. It's over. You get a knee replacement for that. Yeah, so they're running. Yeah. Chase scenes happening. Great. First time Johnny Utah blows up his fucking knee. Oh, right in the River. And he looks right at his at Bodie's eyes. Oh. And he could have shot him. Yes. Because you know he has a good shot because the beginning of the movie. When he shot all those cardboard cutouts. Dude, he was killer. Killer. And he was doing it in the rain. So yeah. you know he doesn't miss. A torrential downpour. <laughs> torrential downpour while chewing gum. Yes. Guy's a yeah. multitasker. Yeah, absolutely. Multitasker. One he of the greatest. Gum, rub his stomach. And shoot cardboard pieces. Yeah, definitely. And cock that shotgun one hand like the Terminator. <laughs> the only other time I've seen that is Terminator 2. Ever. Why are you doing that during training? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> First of all, did they, did they say, like, pretend your arm got shot? Yeah, yeah. Or did they just say, look, everything is a criminal. Just shoot everything. Dude, he shot everything. There was no cardboard piece that came by. Or wooden piece that came by that wasn't no. like a, a like an innocent. They also oh, go back to that thing. that really bad <laughs> that really bad like botched FBI like you know when they went in 
Yeah. Gary Busey shot the guy plain in the head, like, boom. Oh, right yeah. Yeah. That yeah. was crazy. Save that girl. Save the Save underwear the girl. girl. Yeah. Save the underwear girl. There was a lot of killing. Also, the word fuck was said 105 times in this film. Yes. (laughs) Sorry. So where are we? Okay, he's in the scene. So now he knows. Now he knows he's been seen by Bodie. Yeah. But I love this scene. I love this scene. It's one of the greatest scenes. When he's at the girls? No, when he shoots the gun in the air and he screams. Oh, yeah. How can we forget that? He's looking at Bodie, close up of his eyes, close up of Keanu Reeves, cl- even closer close up of his eyes, close up of Keanu Reeves. Bodie climbs over the fence, Keanu Reeves. Ah! That's amazing. Oh, it's uh, great until the bullets come down and hit him yeah, in the face. By the, by the illustrious LA River. Yeah, okay. so LA River, he's screaming in the air, he said, fuck. Next scene, he's with his girl. She's. And he's like, you should have seen the other guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's lying to her right there. He's the worst. He cheated he, on her with Bodie. He cheated on her with Bodie, told her that his parents died, and he's a scumbag. Terrible. Yeah. That's the only time he was actually undercover. Yeah, when he lied to her about how his parents died. Yeah. Other than that, died. he's not, he hasn't really done anything. No, no, he's done nothing. Oh, and he says, brah. A bra. little more, more bra for his undercover bra persona. Is, is this when she shoots the pillow? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I was going to say this. Hold on. Ugh. All right. So he's like, you know, he wants to tell her stuff and she sees that he's, he wants to, but he starts to like get that cold look in his eyes. She brings up and then out of nowhere, she shoots the pillow. First of all. <laughs> She shoots a fucking gun in a house yeah. in L.A. No yeah. one flinches. No. Shoots a gun, shoots the pillow. First of all, two things are happening. How is she such a good shot? Awesome. Second thing, his ear is bleeding, and he oh, can't yeah. hear anything for about a half hour before that. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's Bullet no just went off. Yeah. Side of your face. That's how you react? Yeah. <gasps> you don't go and run after her? No, no, but she, I probably would not either because she looks like she would probably shoot him again. Like she would just shoot him. But then she leaves in the weirdest running scene ever. Right. She runs out of that, that room. Was she only wearing an open shirt? Yes, she was naked. So she ran where? Naked into the next room. Well, I'm guessing probably into her car. Were they in an exercise room? Because the scene, the next scene. There's a exercise equipment. So he's he has a bed in like what looks like a bed and then a pseudo gym. So he works out in his bedroom, but he just doesn't have like a treadmill in there. He literally has several pieces of weightlifting equipment in this room. Yeah, got it. What's in there? Why would you put all your weightlifting equipment in? There? It's gonna reek like garbage. Not nah, most of the time. It's just used for like hanging clothes, but. <laughs> It's also a soundproof room because she shot a fucking pillow. Yeah. Nobody called the cops. No, she discharged a, uh, like a nine millimeter inside of a house and nothing happened. And, he and just, he's really good at it. Yeah. She didn't a, shoot him. Yeah. This she is, was able to shoot next to him. 
That was amazing. Everybody, everybody but Johnny has perfect aim right now. Yeah, and Johnny this, can't shoot. And this is where, at this point in the movie, Keanu Reeves just falls down a lot because his knee's injured, so he can't chase after her. Oh, he can't falls chase out after her. Yeah, because his knee is shot. That's right. So he falls out of bed, and he's like, "Tyler!" And she runs out, presumably not wearing any clothing, just like one of his button-down shirts, and runs out. And that's it. Next, and that's scene, it. Bodhi shows up. I would be. I mean, at that point, you know, it's up. It's fucked up. It's first awful. of all, how this, again goes back to how bad he is as a cop. Someone is knocking at your door, and you don't pick up your piece to have next to you. You know, they know you're a fucking FBI agent. Oh yeah. He answers the door. Yeah. And pretends that they didn't lock eyes. Yeah, and have and a moment. Also, it's they, there's 46 minutes left in this movie at this point. Yeah, you're like, how is that possible? When I was looking at it going, no, this movie's over soon. It's not. It's not over. That was the craziest thing. Bessie's like, he's like, you're coming with me. And like, Bodie's like, oh, yeah, so how come you're living? What'd you do? How was rough day? Rough day yesterday? Rough day? <laughs> they both know what's happening. All of them. Say, rough day? Yeah. Most uncomfortable car ride to a plane to go skydiving ever. So then this is where I'm like, yeah, the, he's going to kill him, right? And then they have that like weird exchange of like who's packed, who's shoot, and they're Useless. joking around, right? Yeah. So they jump out of a plane. Now they're going skydiving together. They jump out of a plane. So now here's, here's what I think this is. Because <laughs> Bodhi's now lost his mind, right? Sociopathy is just like, no, I want to change this guy's mind about who we are. So he's going to go and teach Why? him how to skydive because the next scene, because he needs to know how to jump out of planes just in case he has to do it again. Right. Yeah. Oh. And just to say, uh, Patrick Swayze did do this. Hint, hint. Yeah. Foreshadowing. They do it again. Right? So much foreshadowing. The ass, the skydiving. So much. The rain. The rain. In the beginning of the, the movie. The rain. That's right. It all comes back. What the, the fuck, bro? Right? So <laughs> so, so they, they, they do a huge skydiving scene where they all hold hands, and somehow Keanu Reeves, Johnny Utah, is not just a great football player. Yeah. But somehow he's able to use his hands and learn how to do one, one, one of a probably more basic move in skydiving, but not if you're not a skydiver. The fucking star thing where you're yeah. holding each other. Yeah. All right. We went skydiving. Yes. And your guy's name was Johnny Utah. Well, yeah, it was Utah. But Utah. It was like, <laughs> if it was Johnny Utah, I would have lost my mind. I would have been like, we can't, I can't go. No, they called him Utah. Yeah, they called him Johnny Utah. Utah. For Johnny Utah. Well, no, they called him that his nickname was Utah because of this movie. You know, I didn't like, even put those two things together until now. Are you now. kidding me? Until now? Bro, I couldn't wait to do this this movie because I was like, oh, yo, we went did. skydiving. Oh my god. We went skydiving and they called they called your trainer, your, your skydiving guy, Utah for Johnny Utah. That's right. My, what's mine, Batman? I don't know. Your guys I don't know what your guys did. <laughs> I think his name was Batman. I think that's what they called him. Oh maybe they all had movie names. Yeah. Yours was Johnny Utah. Oh, my God. I'm an idiot. You didn't know that? 
I, I, oh, I, I knew. I guess I just. Oh man, I remember that. That's awesome. Dude. That's awesome. But yeah, we did this. We went skydiving. There's no way yes. that I would want to jump out of a plane by myself the first time. First time. And, no. And with okay, people. Here we who, go. And with people who know You're that you tried to Kill arrest them. them. No, yeah. arrest them? Dude, he did not try. No one's trying to arrest anybody in this film. Literally, they went in there like, all right, so we're staking out here so we can kill them. Yeah. They just shot at them. Yeah. And he goes down. He. They they jump into where they jump into the water. Where where did they jump? Well, because he says something about his knees. Like, don't worry, we're gonna be we're not landing on land. Yeah. And then the bromance continues in the sky. They are they're in, in love with each other. each other so much. Yeah. That now they're shaking hands, and he's like, "No, you pull it. No, 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 you pull it." And they go back and forth. <laughs> they want to pull until it. like until like five hundred. Feet. It was something crazy like that. Yeah. And they pull it. Yeah. You know, and then he's like, oh, Jesus Christ, what's going on with me? Like, he's slowly losing his mind as well because he's so in yeah. love with Bodhi. Yeah. He's so in and love Bodhi, with him. And Bodhi is also in love with him because he doesn't even care about his other crew anymore. He's just like. Well, dude, would you, wouldn't you rather have Johnny Utah in your crew instead of Roach? No, Roach was in, that's his brother. It was his brother? I think so. Well, I don't know, I but so. that guy got the shittiest nickname, Roach. I mean, you know. Oh, it was terrible. You know, because of, like, smoking weed. Yeah. Had to have been. I hope. Or, like. <laughs> I hope. Why well, else would they? Like, if you had, like, why do you call him Roach? You don't want to know. <laughs> you don't want to know. You don't know. So, right after this, basically, you're thinking something bad's going to happen. And it does, but not to Keanu Reeves. Literally happens to Lori Petty. She gets kidnapped, and he has to show him the video of Lori Petty kidnapped. This is his insurance policy. Yeah. On what looks like, I don't know, a radar machine. That was like the weirdest like TV or whatever they put. He's like, hey, I have to show you something. If he says, I have to show you something, he pulls something out that looks like he's going to show me some sort of radar. I'm like, oh, this is going to be bad. I'm not yeah. going to be like, oh, this is going to be great. <laughs> and he put his, did you notice he put his badge in the back of his pocket? Before he left the apartment, when they went before to go on skydiving, yeah, sure. but he didn't get because he had to hide it. Hide it. They all know you're a cop, man. Why? Well, he needed it for the bank scene. Oh, I guess. Yeah. For the they bank needed scene. to have it in there. Yeah. But yeah. he doesn't have a gun. No. Which is crazy. Or a mask. Wait. So they robbed that bank right after that. Yeah. That's they crazy. take him skydiving. They give him a little piece of heaven. And then they're like, oh, by the way, you're going to help us rob this bank. I After I went skydiving, I couldn't do much afterwards. I was like, holy shit. My body was insane. Could you imagine after he had to jump out of the well, plane? That was the idea, right? They're probably like trying to just make him all fucking discombobulated because the idea he was just going to leave him there anyway. Yeah. Right? So, but then this is where everything, again, aren't they so Cody's wet losing now? his mind. Uh, they have Turkish Towers. Things getting dry on the way, the way in. Okay. <laughs> they take out their Turkish towels. <laughs> Turkish towels. Turkish towels. They, they absorb a lot. Yeah, they get the sham so, wow out. They're on the way in. And then this is where shit goes wrong. Yeah. Because Bodhi goes, we got 90 seconds, go to the vault. Yeah. And that's when the rest of the crew should have been like, we ain't going to the vault, dude. Yeah. That's not happening. Yeah. We don't have time for this. 
Yeah. What would they think it? Why would they end up doing that? If you're part of the crew and you know this is a bad idea, speak up or just run out. Yeah, yo, we're done. Don't go to the vault. What is he going to do? Shoot you? He's not. He's your best friend. Yeah, he's not going to shoot anybody. Well, no, he does. But he lost I mean, his mind. He lost yeah. his mind. And then, again, goes back to the cops and the FBI's here. They they just do whatever they want. The freaking <laughs> undercover cop is like, cover me to the security guard who's like. Look like the guy from the office. Guard. Guy just wants to go home. This undercover cop wants to play hero. Yeah, yeah. I'm off duty. I'm going to do this. It's like, okay, I know you have an obligation, but uh, this guy doesn't. What obligation? Just let the guy, just let the guys go. They're not killing anybody right now. Yeah, chase them They're afterwards. Not killing anybody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and what happened? Then everybody gets shot, even the undercover cop guy. Off-duty cop gets shot by uh, Patrick Swayze in one of the awesomest scenes, though. I mean, after he gets shot... His the slow motion of him coming up and the mask looks all crumpled and pissed off, and then he takes it off. I'm like, oh my god! Dude, this is why Patrick Swayze is amazing. He's like a chameleon. He all of a sudden he's like, I'm no longer this like existential guru. That's it. You, I'm now something else. And he oh yeah, no, he changed so many times in this. He was like a lion. Oh, like a lion. Amazing, amazing. Oh. But that great. other guy dies, one of his partners. He gets killed. They, that done. Was, uh, that was done. Goodbye. Move on. I thought he was wearing a, a bulletproof vest, though. Weren't they wearing bulletproof vests? They all were, but I think he got shot, like, in the side or something. I guess. He's dead. All the guys get shot in the neck or something. Maybe he got shot in the neck. The best, and then, and then now, and then, like, the cop is dead. A security guard gets shot, too, right? Oh, yeah, he's dead. Oh, he gets destroyed. Yeah, he gets destroyed. Of course. I blame the cop. Yeah. What were you thinking? You're going to take on five guys? Come on, man. I don't that was, know. That was stupid. Again, scenes are just getting crazier and more gory. It was like that scene in Con Air when the guy goes like he has a gun and he's on a plane full of convicts. Yeah. Like, what did you think was going to happen, man? I don't know. That was a sad scene. And then, you know, cut to he knocks him out with the butt end of the gun. Awesome. Now Keanu Reeves is getting arrested because he's the worst FBI agent ever. He should get arrested. And so then his die. partner punches his oh. sergeant in the face. Yeah. Knocks him is... out. But he said something also. He brought up another thing about being young and old. And yeah. he's like, you know, we respected our elders. Yeah. And he's like, I was, I was doing this while you were still. Popping zits on your funny face. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, popping zits on his funny face and jerking off to the lingerie section in the Sears catalog. <laughs> yes, that's what he says. That's what, what he says. Oh my god! I can't believe the guy who wrote this wrote the screenplay for Patriot Games after this. Punches him in the face, knocks him out, out cold. This and happens a like, lot in films in the '90s of these like police bosses. They get knocked and then, out all the time. And then he's like, "I'm gonna go, and I'm gonna take him to jail." Yeah. And then he's like, oh, I know where they're going. He's like, I had an idea you did. Yeah. Locks him out. Now, Johnny Utah is also selfish and the sociopath. Worst. The worst. Because now he's bringing his partner into this. Yeah. Right? Yeah, who presumably is probably retiring in two years. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. he's fucking... 22 years, he's retiring. He's done. <laughs> this might be his last case. Oh, yeah. yeah. Following these guys for 30 years. 
No, for like 22 years or that. Right? 15, 13 years. 15 years, know. he said. Yeah. So now, 15 years, that means those guys are no, like robbing It's got to be like seven. nine years. Nine years? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Now, they finally get up to the airport where they are. <laughs> and then he drops off his partner in yeah. the middle of the airport to go run, to go hide somewhere with a gun, but yet says, don't shoot them. Yeah, right. Who fucks it all up? John Utah. Roach does. Oh, right, yeah. Well, but, you know. Well, no. So Roach kind of does, goes and tries to shoot Gary. Gary moves out of the way. Yeah. Got shot a little bit. Yeah. Shoots Roach. The other guy gets shot. Everybody's starting to shoot everybody. Pilot wants to leave. Nobody shoots the plane. No, no one. Somehow. Yeah. Gary wants to shoot Bodie. Yeah. And fucking Johnny Utah says no. Yeah. Getting Gary shot by Roach again. Yeah. Why doesn't Johnny Utah have a gun? Why does Johnny Utah... Oh, because he wants to keep him alive because of her. He's got to find Lori Petty. Yes. That's right. So this is all about a girl that he may, may or not love. <sighs> Dude. This guy's dick got He loses a fucking partner. Yeah. Because yeah. you don't see her at the end. Is she there? What are you talking about? Right at the end of the movie. He sees her right Okay, the but do we? does she come to Australia with him? No. Are they still together? Who knows? Like, how long is that supposed to be? Time. Two time years job. later. All right, two years later, maybe. They should have mentioned that. They he's mentioned, surfing every day. He's surfing every day. He could have said with her. Yeah. Because what bothers me is at the end, she runs to him. Yeah. And is about to say, I love you. And he goes, not now. Yeah, another time. He shuts time. her mouth and says, another time. Yeah. This woman not was just with kidnapped. He was, she was just kidnapped by a maniac. He's like, another time. No, now's the best time. You're in the another, desert. Another time. Yeah. Yeah, another time. You just got Gary Busey killed. You got... A bunch of cops killed. You screwed up Tom Sizemore's thing. You got a bunch of other main. You you, you probably killed a bunch of people in that car chase. And now you don't want her to say "I love you." And then in the yeah. end, what happened? They're not together because you know why? Because he chases Bodie the whole time. Uh, she's probably like, "That's right." She's probably like, "You're too obsessed with this guy." Yeah, I just missed you in Fiji. Yeah. All right. So. They get on the plane. There's only one parachute. Oh, this is ridiculous and amazing. He jumps out. For some reason, Patrick Swayze decides to leave the gun there. Keanu Reeves does the best action fucking killer move ever and jumps out of the fucking plane goes, and says, Fuck it! Fuck it! <laughs> Dives out of the plane without a parachute. Who in their right mind would ever do that? I'd be like, all right, whatever. They got away. I got to figure out where Dude. to land the plane. I'd be like, pilot, follow them. Just land. Follow them. Just land the plane wherever they land. Get the yeah. gun. What are you doing? No. He is like, I just, just skydived this morning. I learned how to skydive this by myself. This is all the same day. He jumped out of a plane twice in the same day, the second time without a parachute. And was <laughs> able to direct himself towards Patrick Swayze. My question is, why Patrick Swayze and not the guy who's dying? Carry the money? Yeah. I guess he knew that guy was going to die, and he just needed him to just get to the ground. Okay. 
So, but then he was like, pull it. No, you pull it. Again, they're, these guys are playing games with each oh other about God. pulling they things. They should have just made out. They should have. In the air, they should have made out. Yeah. Like bald eagles do and just fall to the ground. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like bald eagles. Just make out right until the end and then yeah. pull it. Yeah, because what? They hit the ground. This guy, Johnny Utah, should not be able to They hit the him. ground and dead. Johnny Utah's leg falls right off. <laughs> <laughs> and when she runs over to say I love you and he's like not now that's because he can't hear anything because he's in such pain <laughs> he's in blinding pain he's like it's like his ears are like, that's all he hears <laughs> <laughs> yeah because she shot the pillow the day before too so yeah. he can't he can't hear out of his right ear yeah right that's yeah. why he's also saying not now he's like I can't hear you yeah, yeah. I got this ringing in my Not ear. Now. You made me deaf. <laughs> and I'm, this is, this hurts. Get off of me. Don't jump on me. But like, the best part is like, when him and Patrick Swayze hit the ground, Patrick Swayze is like, oh, you're the craziest son of a bitch. Like, <laughs> I'd be like, trying to run or beat this guy up, punch him in the face and make sure he doesn't get up. No, like, because, oh, bro, that still, was nuts, bro. Because he's still in love with him. Yeah, that's why. Because this is just an, a a love that will never end. They can't kill each other. That's like a Batman and Robin thing. Uh, no, ba not Batman and Robin. Batman and Joker. Without a Joker, there there is no Batman. Without Batman, there is no Joker. So right. they can never really they can never kill each other. Because if they kill each other, what is the other person going to do? So that's why they'll never kill each other. Like they need each other. They these two need each other to yeah. exist. They need a nemesis. Yeah, he only found out he was his nemesis like an hour and 45 minutes of this movie. <laughs> yeah, 15 minutes of this movie is his like, oh, it's him. <laughs> it's like, Once he finds out it's him, his whole life is destroyed. His girlfriend gets taken away. Yeah. Now he's stuck with her. Yeah. They could have just like had a fling and like yeah. been done with it. But apparently even Bodhi's like, oh, she loves you, man. She loves you. Yeah, she never she does that, you, but man. she loves you. I think they should have at least at the end when he's like, he's still surfing. She, he could have mentioned like, yeah, also, I, like, yeah, I'm surfing with what's her name every day. No, like, I need to know therapy. what's going on. She's, she's gone. Therapy. She's in therapy, bro. This guy ruined his, her life. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> all she was doing was making sandwiches and surfing. All of a sudden, yes. this dick comes into her life. It lies to her about his parents being dead so that he could find a CI of some sort to find this bank robbery team that then an hour and 45 minutes into this film figures out, oh, it's been the dudes that I've been partying with and this one guy that I'm in love with. Fast forward to what, two years? It's got to be at least two. I mean, I'm not even sure. They don't even tell you. It's raining. Again. So back to the opening set. Back shot. to the opening scene. A very, Rainy. very wet Keanu Reeves. And longer hair Keanu Reeves. That's right. So definitely years have passed. Well, maybe. Years have passed. Yeah. Patrick Swayze still looking like a lion. Shorter hair. Shorter hair. Yeah. He's got some blanket slash guru mane slash I don't know what, what it is. He's wearing a garbage bag. Covering bed. himself. So fight scene has to happen. Yep. Keanu Reeves gets his ass kicked again. Keanu sucks at fighting. <laughs> He's but, the worst. 
tricks him into handcuffing. Yeah. Yeah. But then has the moment. Has the, I, I understand what you mean, man. It's the once in a lifetime wave. Go ahead. Yeah. You ain't going anywhere anyway. Yeah. But then throws the fucking badge at the end. Yeah. He gives it all up. He's been chasing this man, finally gets him. Mm-hmm. He basically stayed being a cop just to say he got Bodie. Yeah. They should have made out. Yeah. That, then that, he could Yeah. He, dude, dude was single. I didn't see a ring on his finger. No, he they should marry her. No, no, marry her. No, I mean he should have. What should have happened at the end of that film? He should have gotten down there. Keanu Reeves should have had a surfboard, or at least there should have been two surfboards down there, right? He got down there. They looked at each other, and he's like, "I miss you." Then they should have made out, and then they should have both ran into the ocean. <laughs> and then, as they die, they're just holding hands. That's how Point Break should have really ended. Oh, because you know what it shows is that Keanu is really not into. Yeah, he surfs every day. First of all, he's not surfing every day. That's a little <laughs> tough. That, that's a little tough. But um, if he's in the FBI, how is he surfing every day? I don't and know. chasing him. He doesn't sleep. Yeah, exactly. No way. Yeah, like, well, what are you doing when you're flying to Fiji? You're yeah, not surfing oh, every day. Come yeah, on, oh, stop. he's not here? I guess I should catch some waves. No wonder you're yeah. missing him because you're wasting time surfing. Yeah. You're, you're, first of all, that's not happening. And, and it kind of shows that maybe he's not that serious of a surfer if he doesn't want to take the chance of going, of surfing with him. And Pat, and Bodie, not that great of a surfer. Didn't even last that long on that weight. Dude, he literally fell Weight didn't look that tough for him. No. He fell off that weight in a second. Like, that always confused me. I'm like, did he just go out there and kill himself? Because that would be unlike the character, too. He would want to catch that wave, even if he was going to go to jail. See, I thought they should have ended it with he caught the wave. Yeah. And he crashes on him at the end. Yeah. Like, like he's on it. They show it like he falls. Yeah, that was weird. That was weird to me. Like, they should have done, like, an awesome, like, he gets it, and then it crashes over. Like, to me, it was like he wasn't really riding it. He was just, like, struggling to be a good surfer. Yeah, that was weird. That was unlike him. And and that always confused me. I was like, I don't understand why they would do that. This character has only shown that he's been – more than capable of doing every physical thing that he's ever put his mind to. And you're telling me that he's going out there and he immediately falls off the wave. Come on now. If he, if he, fine, you want him to die at the end. I'm for that. That's okay. I don't care about that part or whatever. You know, we don't know what happens. Like he vanishes. Let him catch the wave. You already built him up as this character. You built him up as this guru existential anti-hero. Which I'm looking at, and I'm like, I, I'm, I'm rooting for you to catch this wave. Yeah. And if he doesn't, I'm like, that was disappointing. Yeah, and then Keanu Reeves just throws his badge on the floor. Yeah. Well, wait for him. He's like, he's not coming back. You let him go. No, I didn't. So yeah, I you did. did. Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, you did, bro. You're the worst FBI agent on the planet. Like on the that's why you should that's actually why you should throw that badge away. Yeah, there's a trail of dead people behind you, like you know, that you've left in like in route to get to this guy who's literally Patrick Swayze's like, Let me do your job for you. I'm gonna go out there and die because you are the worst. (laughs) 
He's like, uh, uh, dude, you still didn't get me, buddy. Yeah, you didn't get me. I'm going to talk to you into letting me go out there. You finally got me, Johnny Utah. You got your guy. You got this your is, guy. His speech is amazing. It's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. <laughs> Come on. One wave. Just get one, and then I'll go with you. And he's like, okay. And he's like, yeah. Where am I going to go? Paddle to New Zealand? Where am I going to paddle New Zealand? I was like, I love it. But really, how did he paddle out there? Did you see the water? I mean, there was no way. Oh, he was it was like, so rough. He, he it can't was so paddle. Rough. He's not it paddling so out there. That's ridiculous. He would have died just trying to paddle. Yeah. It was tough. Yeah. But, but dude. And it ended with bad music. Again, oh, whatever. So that's so that's the thing. I gotta say, the, the soundtrack is definitely not. Garbage. It is garbage. But soundtrack. All right. Terrible. So. Woo! But tell me that that's not what we just talked about is not Fast and the Furious. The whole movie's Fast and the Furious. Now that you bring that up, the literal movie is Fast and the Furious. When I when, I can't even believe that. I didn't put two and two together because. Bro, I put two and two together from like. Like years ago, I remember I was telling a lot of people, I'm like, yo, the movie's Fast and Furious. Think about it. I can't believe they got to wait. He turns his, back, turns his back on being a cop at the end, lets him go, gives him the car. I can't believe they got away with that. Bro, it's just recycling a movie. Like most plots get recycled, but think about it. But Imagine re- yeah, Point Break. Point Break came out when Fast and Furious came out. Yeah. Would they have made more than one? I don't think you could do it with surfing, but the fact that you can do it with cars because they just change up the scenario now. Yeah, plus they're bank robbers, and inevitably they're going to get killed. Where, like in the Fast and Furious, they're like petty criminals. Well, they're superheroes. Well, yeah, yeah, they immediately they eventually become superheroes. In Fast and Furious, after like Fast Four. They became superheroes. They just don't want to tell you that. Yeah, they like drink they drank enough, something. <laughs> they drink enough Monster and Corona to then become superheroes. Dude, even Corona's in I it. was just going to say that. I was <laughs> like, Point Break is Fast, Fast and the Furious is Point Break. Let's get, let's get it straight. They're like, Fast and the Furious is Point Break all it the is. way to the Coronas that were in the film. It is a reboot. That whole family book. Of, yeah, it's a reboot of point break even when he brings him to the party he's like yo come to my party i'm having a party in my house yeah yeah all of it is the same even at the end when he's like dominic this is getting too serious they're gonna get you killed yeah he's like you know yeah yeah that's so crazy that's so crazy exactly the same movie (sighs) wow except they don't play football they don't play any sports I don't think they play any sports. No, the how he gets Dom to trust him is in a chasing scene. Yeah. Where they go through people's houses and there's dogs. What the fuck? I'm telling you, they thought there's nothing original about Fast and Furious. Damn, the only original thing is that there's like eight or nine of them now. Oh man, I love Fast and the Furious though. I got it. I mean, maybe I that's why I love it because like the plot story starts like pain yeah. point break. Yeah, yeah, probably. You know, it's so weird. That's so weird. It's so weird. I'm blown. I, 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 I mean, it's. I can't even believe it. I love it. It also We're definitely that, testing. Like, 
Yeah, it also has that Silence in the Lambs beginning of like the FBI, where like Jodie Foster is training and then all of a sudden assigned to something. Yes. Or whatever. Um, it's like the rookie um, FBI agents. Yeah. Get, like the biggest cases. The biggest around. cases. Yeah, and they shouldn't because they are the worst. <laughs> I mean, Johnny Utah should have been in trials for like five years after oh, like kidding me? answering to all the things that he did. He got his partner killed. Yeah, like what were you doing when the, the Lincoln pulled up? Like, oh, I was getting two sandwiches. <laughs> I was getting uh, meatball hero, two meatball heroes and uh, a tuna fish and a lemonade. He wanted oh, two sandwiches. Well, what was your partner doing? Well, I think he was at that point reading Far Side. <laughs> we're doing Barry. Who reads doing Barry? You were popping pimples on your stupid face. <laughs> oh, Manny, Manny, Manny. Young, Manny. dumb, and full of cum. This movie. So, okay. Whew. All right. So. Let's put it to the test. I, I'm going to go first, I think. Go ahead. I'm totally. I I love this movie. I I love Point Break. <laughs> I think Point Break is an amazing film. One, some of the greatest one-liners of uh, of any movie I've I've seen. Right. Two, Patrick Swayze is quite possibly one of the greatest villain or anti-heroes in action film. The other thing is, I love that you said what you said in the beginning too. This is a strict action film there isn't really any sort of comedy unlike like lethal weapon where you have you know weird comedy from mel gibson you have the weird comedy you know duo between you know danny glover and uh you know mel gibson that like kind of like odd couple um even though this is an odd couple they're really not it's just an age thing and there's nothing really that funny and it is done in such a way it's like an epic film at the same time so for me, I think, yeah, they are, they kind of, Point Park does have its issues. The soundtrack's not good. At some point, you're just like, what? I can't believe, like, the, you know, this is a long movie. But I think if I wasn't watching it in a hurry at the same time, we were trying to get this done, right? I mean, I, we both literally watched this, finished it almost like 25 minutes or so before we even started, like, uh, recording. I think if I'm able to sit into it, I would have enjoyed it even more, even though I did enjoy it. So for me, Personally, I believe I'm going to say Point Break passes the nostalgia test, and I think it's still a good action film. I would recommend people watching Point Break. I think it's also one of Keanu Reeves' best parts. I think Keanu Reeves is at his at his top of his game in this, in this you know, in some ways, in his 90s game, because I think there's many different eras of, of Keanu Reeves where you've got your 90s Keanu Reeves that's like post Bill and Ted, and then you have, you know, Matrix. Keanu Reeves, and now we have John Wick Keanu Reeves, where, you know, all different types of Keanu Reeves, but he's Keanu Reeves, and he's, um, I, I, I really love him, and I think Lori Petty was so good in this film, she was amazing, right after this, she went on to kill it in A League of Their Own, and so, I'm gonna say that Point Break passes the nostalgia test for me. Um, I'm going to have to agree. I think that this is a movie that uh, definitely got, I would say probably one of the top movies that got me thinking about surfing. I take quotes from this movie a lot. 
Vio con Dios um, <laughs> is said a lot. Yeah. Even though we made fun of a lot of it, yeah. I think, I mean, it's 90s movies. You're going to make fun of it. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's just funny to see how things have evolved, how different things are going. But this movie's good, man. I thought I wasn't going to like it as much as I did. Yeah. I think I would have made fun of it more if it was a comedy. But this was good. It didn't yeah. laugh at itself. It took itself serious. Yeah. And it did a good job at taking itself serious. I agree. It was a big Keanu role. You know, it was, huge. it was the perfect Keanu. Like, you're going to act like a little dumb. <laughs> you're going to kind of be like yourself. And then you're going to act like the guy who's going to be you, but like a little bit more Californian. Like when it, when he changes his bra, it's just amazing. Like when he acts like, <laughs> bro, I almost saved your life, bro. I'm like, what is, what is that? I mean, amazing. Yeah, I would definitely suggest this for people like, hey, if you want to talk about 90s right. action film, especially sports action film, with people, two guys that weren't like huge Sylvester Stallone, Arnold Schwarzenegger muscle action guys. Mm -hmm. They were like, you know, yeah, Patrick Swayze had his shirt off when he's doing karate, but he wasn't like this like major big guy. This was like average dudes, two dudes, Killed it. They mm -hmm. both killed the, killed their role. I think Swayze was one of the best roles oh, for him. Amazing. Best role to watch. I definitely want to watch it again. I definitely think it's nostalgic slash still good. And Absolutely. nobody should fucking try to remake this movie. No, no, no. Because they already did twice. Fast yeah. and the Furious and then <laughs> the new Point Break. Yeah, I know. If you're going to watch any remake... Watch Fast and the Furious. Yeah, if you're going to watch like a movie that's going to be point break like, I think, yeah, Fast and the Furious. Because there's not a lot of comedy in that either. There's no like real hilarious things until The Rock becomes like The Rock goes into there with like Ludacris. And then there's some like and Tyrese. And once you have like more back and forth and banter than the Fast and the Furious series, I think it's funnier. But I think the series. Well, like, at this point, I think Fast and the Furious is definitely like laughing at itself sometimes yeah where like this is not i think you're right point break never laughed at itself point break was taking itself seriously and i think i want to i give all the credit to the director Catherine bigelow who this was such a masterpiece like the way she directed it i think she did such a great job you need someone with a good vision for this type of film to get this film through to the end and to think about how this film is two hours long i feel like only someone with that type of ability to have a good vision for the film would have made a two-hour film you know have all the substance that it did i feel like people might have been like it's too long let's cut it and make it an hour and a half insane-a-thon you know that they, they could have done that but it would have, i think it would have sucked i think this you need you need the relationship building between johnny utah and Bodie. you need the time you know you need that time to kind of see it so like where you as the audience are getting confused about whether or not you're like, well, is Bodhi bad or not? Like, I don't know. And then the ending hits you much differently. You know what I, I mean? mean? Dude, you definitely need the whole length because you need to also realize that he, he really does love her because yeah. or else why does he care about not killing Bodhi? Yeah. Right. Good movie, man. I love Point good. Break. Everyone go watch Point Break. If you have never seen Point Break, watch it. If you've seen Point Break, watch it again. 
Let if you've never you seen think. Point Break, I hope you didn't listen to this episode all the way through. <laughs> I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, whoops. But watch it anyway. I mean, it's We're just going to warn everybody who's ever listened to our episodes. We're yeah. going to spoil the movie. Like, First of all, this movie came out in 91. Okay, it's yeah. 2020. If you're, if you're like, oh, they spoiled Point Break for me, people. Yeah, I guess there is no spoilers in that. I mean... Point Break is an amazing like film. Like Sixth Sense? Yeah, like the Sixth Like Sense. who doesn't know that Sixth Sense? Yeah, or like The Usual Suspects. Oh, Usual Suspects. Such a good movie. Oh. But, yeah. but Can you watch, watch that the same now? Uh, I haven't seen it in a very long time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, people, thank you. <laughs> thanks for listening to another episode of the Nostalgia Test Podcast. Tell us what you think about Point Break. I'd love to know. Thumbs up, thumbs down. I think it's a great movie. Manny. Last word. Any last Bio con Dios. Hot shot. There you go. Bio con Dios, everybody. Have a good day. We'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Please subscribe to the Nostalgia Test podcast to know when new episodes drop. Don't forget to leave us five stars and a positive review so more people can find the podcast. Share your thoughts and memories on today's topic on our Twitter at Nostalgia Test and on Instagram at The Nostalgia Test. Tune in next time because you never know what pop culture will pop up on The Nostalgia Test. <laughs>